I I almost stopped, um, almost fucked up. So we had a guest. Uh, our guest uh, played some music for us that you'll hear at the end of the show. Really good shit. Um, and I, when he played, I turned everyone else's mic off, and I almost forgot to turn them back on. <laughs> what so, about a quiet show? I can't promise the levels are going to be good when we start this out, uh, but it is the new Utah podcast. Uh, today we are talking to a local Utah musician. Um, this is episode 164. Woot, woot. Sorry about that uh, that cough there, folks. Uh, 164 episodes, no repeats, uh, no best ofs, no clip shows. Um, we don't believe in that. It's too much work. <laughs> repeats are really easy, um, but don't really get you great listenership. And honestly, it's a podcast, so um, if you want to listen to a repeat, just fucking go play the episode again. They're all available. It's pretty easy. Don't listen to, like, the first 10 <laughs> This is probably a bad idea. Whatever that, that was Jeremy was talking about last week. The the first the first Skype call that we did was fucking bad. Maybe was, we should have him back for like a proper he's opening an actual restaurant. Wh- who was the first Skype call? Um it was Brandon the, of Kitchen eighty yeah. eight. Oh yeah, that's truck. right. Yep. That was so bad. The the audio quality was fucking horrendous for that for Listen, that. Listen, everybody starts out like it was like it was like Two people standing in an echo chamber and Bree's watching fucking ads while she No, calls. I was trying to get my media to turn down, but I couldn't get it to it. So it's, mm-hmm. it keeps flipping, flipping on stuff. Anyway, um, yeah. I saw a note here, Jeremy, that, that you're concerned about the honeybees. Well, are... did you hear about that? So we had the earthquake no, last no, I week. I'd heard about the earthquake. We talked about it so last we had week. The, so two yes. weeks ago. Two yeah. weeks ago. Well, two weeks ago. In, in California. Well, in last week's show, we talked about right. it. Right. The 7.1 in California. Yeah. So... Within a fairly short amount of time after, there was a whole bunch of people that were posting that bees by the thousands, honeybees. So like entire colonies. Were dropping dead. That's weird. I wonder if like maybe some sort of atmospheric Sulfur change. Was really in the area because there are there volcanoes, volcanoes. Which we talked about last yep. week as well. I, I don't know. That's they, redundant, right? Underground volcanoes? Yeah. No, because volcanoes can be above ground. But it's still in the ground. I guess, but it's not under the ground. So I, I just saw I just saw the, the They're post. They're magma chambers. Magma. 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 Liquid hot magma. <laughs> and Until it, it reaches the surface, at which point it's lava. It's it was just funny. really crazy. That, and hmm. and scientists have no answer. That, that, they're like, scientists don't have an answer to, to a sudden colony collapse that's been happening for years. Yeah. So um, people like Jeremy, people like Jeremy. I know there's fucking tax breaks, dude. You should look into that. Or, uh, or I a, did a while ago. Why don't, you get a, why don't you get a tax guy and stop doing them yourself? I should. Save the, save you the, should go to our tax guy at least for look, a year. How many, how many hours does it take you to do your taxes? A lot. <laughs> okay. You know how long it took me? 20 minutes and it was the first time setting up a new business and he did my taxes and I got a letter from the IRS last week because the IRS fucked up my business even though they accepted my tax return for the business they were like yeah we showed that your business isn't supposed to start until January of 2019 which is bullshit because we submitted the paperwork in 2018 and got the confirmation that it was set up in 2018 uh, and all I had to do was scan that and send it to him and he's like yep I got you, got you all covered you're good cool taking care of it I did by the way just get my 2017 taxes back like two weeks ago Remember how I got audited? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So that's See, done. And I bet you get audited less if a yeah, probably uh, if you had a, a mm-hmm. tax person. Uh-huh. You know how much it cost me? Less than the time that it cost you, probably. So it's, your time is valuable, Jeremy. It is. Thank you. It's probably more valuable than what you spend <laughs> doing taxes. I agree. There are places to cheap out in life. As a business owner, probably that's not one of them. Just saying. Just throwing it out there. Might be worth looking at. 
tax season will be upon us before you know it. Yeah. Uh, reminder quickly. Uh, we talked about it last week. I'm going to continue to talk about it until a special session happens. Fucking find out what's going on with the tax reform. Uh, don't be an idiot. Um, be proactive. Be involved. Um, anybody have anything else before I make Jess talk about events? We have a before a, you make her, because <laughs> yeah. you know she's always so. Well, like, I mean, no, usually I really by the second event, by the second event, she's so fed up with me interrupting her that she's <laughs> ready to be done. Am I right? Peter was really impressed that you apologized for interrupting me. He's like, I'm pretty sure that was a first. <laughs> <laughs> You better enjoy it first and only. Thanks, Peter, for pointing that out. <laughs> I really, I, I don't remember apologizing. It was a few shows ago. It's all good. Yeah. Well, I think I was being a dick. That a particular. I was being a bigger dick than normal. Than usual. Yeah. So. Uh, yeah, Jess. Well, you can't be a dick this week because I mean, actually, I guess you could be extra dick because it's your birthday. So. Well, I'm. What? A- it's not my birthday yet. It's a few but days it's away. your birthday week, it's, so it doesn't matter. I'm not that kind of guy. Yes, you are. You're the kind of guy that takes your birthday off. Yeah, because it's fucking horrible to work on your birthday. <laughs> and anyone that's like, oh, fucking dudes work on their birthday. No, you know what? This is the only fucking thing I care about on my birthday. I don't need to get presents. I don't need to have a fucking party. I just need the day off because I want to do whatever the fuck I want to oh, do. Also, I guess we won't go to Dave and Buster's on Friday. I will go on my day <laughs> off without you if I fucking want. Maybe I'll spend all fucking day there so that I'm not bummed when everyone wants to leave at 10 o'clock because they're fucking tired and I still want to play video games. I'll come hang out with you at lunch. I seriously might do that now. Or go to Nickelcade. I've been trying to get Brie to go to Nickelcade with me for like Maybe go to Quarters weeks. Arcade, too. I, I actually thought Quarters would be a good idea. The thing about Dave and Buster's is, even though Jeremy and Heather are leaving their kids at home because they'll have, like, have, have spent a all week with week. them, uh, even though they're leaving their kids at home for Dave and Buster's, um, other people are bringing their kids, and I like playing games with kids. And also, Jack was, like, the best person ever to fucking go to Dave and Buster's with last time. He, like cleaned up oh he fucking cleaned house and then he was like i don't really care about this and then gave it all to me it was the best happy birthday <laughs> it wasn't for my birthday i don't think yeah it was yeah, was it, was. it really yeah, yeah. so i'm doing dave and busters two years in a row yep. man i need to fucking get get with the pro i haven't been to dave and busters since last year <laughs> i love that place so much the only disappointing thing about dave and busters in utah is i can't take my drink into the fucking arcade so all the commercials are a lie not in every other state. Because <laughs> in every other state, they're like, yes, parents, you can have in a Colorado, drink. In Colorado, you can. You can have a drink, and your child can be in the arcade. We understand that a six-year-old shouldn't have a fucking alcoholic beverage in their hand. So we can assume that you're a good parent, and if not, we can police that as fucking members of an adult community that doesn't want its liquor license taken away. Not in Utah. Not in Utah. We don't try to... Look, if the kids see you drinking liquor... They're going to become alcoholics. They fucking see you drinking it at the table if you go have dinner before. No, no, they don't, Bree. No, they don't. They put a different straw in it. The kids <laughs> know it. it's got like fucking skulls and crossbones on it. They're like, this is going to kill turtles and it's going <laughs> to kill your parents. So don't drink it. Unless you go to Applebee's and then they serve Long Island iced teas to fucking five year olds like dipshits. That happened. And then Applebee's, ever since that happened, Applebee's double verifies every ID. So your waitress asks for it, then the fucking manager has to come to your table and look for it. And that's why I don't go to Applebee's. No other reason. Yes, there's lots of other reasons. (laughs) Oh, man, that was not intentional. Jess, I would much rather hear (laughs) events than me, like, ramble on about stupid alcohol policies at adult arcades. I do want to try Quarters, though. I hear it's a fun place, so I, I need to go there sometime. 
quarters for lunch. You know, drive downtown on my birthday. I you would hang like out with me? Fucking birthday extravaganza at the arcade. Hell, I've gone to lunch with you before. <laughs> Once. Sure. No, twice. Twice. Because we went to the the place that does the poutine, the food truck, and met there. You did the donut the thing, too. What the fuck is the name of the poutine place? What? You guys went to the donut. the For breakfast. Oh, yeah. For breakfast, we went to the... That was weird. Like, the... <laughs> well, I can't support them anymore. They work with... Courtney cakes by Courtney and I can't support them. It was weird because we went in there and like they weren't open on time. We get in there, they didn't have anything, and it's clearly we were being served like stuff from the day before, which I guess is okay, sort of because it was free. But I was like, this is weird. Like, and it was very clear that they didn't want you to stay in and eat there, and that they kind of wanted you to go. So. It was, it was like six o'clock in the morning. <laughs> but they were fucking open, were they not? They were supposed to be. Anyway. <laughs> well, matter. besides your birthday, you could also go up to Logan and hang out at Wizarding Days because they are oh, going yeah. on the road. Fuck, I forgot about that. But then we can fast forward a week and all the festivals are happening because, of course, it's I the thought 24th. you said they were already happening. Like we had that Scottish festival. No, listen to this. Okay. So the 24th, there's a powwow at Liberty Park. Uh, the 24th is also Pie and Bear Day. Yes, that's the course. only thing you need to know um, about. The 26th is the Mega Peruvian Festival at the Gateway. <gasps> French fries and steak. The 27th is the by, African Festival the way, at Liberty Park. I'm, I'm coming back to the Peruvian Festival because I keep trying to get Bree and the girls to go to the Peruvian restaurant that's right by Sean's school, by Dixie State, right by her dorms. They won't fucking go. I'm no, it's you, in Cedar, isn't it? No, no, it's right next to oh, Sean's yeah, yeah, dorm. Yeah, 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 I keep right. trying to get them to go because they love French fries. Sean loves steak. She will not go into the place. Peruvian cuisine is like French fries with like steak or chicken on top of them and then salsa on the side. It's really weird, but it's always French fries because they have a lot of fucking potatoes in, in Peru uh, and it's always some kind of meat, usually chicken or steak. And they won't fucking go. They don't trust me. Sorry, sorry. So I'm excited. I, maybe I'll go to the Peruvian <laughs> okay, festival. Maybe you should turn your mic off for a sec and let Jess do events. That's okay. I don't I'm mind. talking about fucking Peruvian food at a Peruvian festival, and I'm saying I might go so I can have steak and fries. Do it. You should do it. Right, sorry. Um, so 26th Peruvian, 27th, excuse me, 27th, there's an African festival. That's Liberty Park. What? 27th is also a Filipino festival in Farmington. Mm, Filipino burritos are so good. <laughs> and then at night, you can go up to Ogden and listen to Jeff Dillon, who is our guest tonight. Our guest tonight. Um, Why? Okay. And the 30th is the World Folk Festival, which is basically everything. So when you talk about festivals, I just thought about this. My first reaction is, what food am I going to be eating? Oh, wow. that's the first thing I always think about a festival. Okay, so I'm not the only one. That's not a unique Chris thing. Is it just because I'm fat that I think that way, or is it because... We have an appreciation for good food. God damn, we do. I love good food. I'm trying to think of what kind of food, will, like, are they going to have the African festival? Africa's big. Africa's like fucking 7,000 countries. Um, it's a lot of different food. We got Somalian. We have mm, Ethiopian, Ethiopian food, is food, which I still have yet to have Ethiopian food. Should, and it it's looks amazing. amazing. It's like. We used to have a restaurant in New Jersey down the street from our house that was Ethiopian isn't it that we go to. Isn't it basically like a bunch it's of. It's a lot of bread and. A bunch like, of gravies and sauces rice, and bread. A lot of rice. Mm. Yep. Yeah. The bread's amazing. And then there's, there's, uh, what's the, there's, there's. 
there's um um fuck what's the type of food the, the Sudanese food uh, oh yeah the, they're at the farmers market yeah yeah there's I don't know if I've ever had anything there's Sudanese. probably South African food which is probably like shitty English food um, <laughs> I don't know what Kongan food tastes like like I'm I'm honestly curious what kind of food is gonna be there because Africa's not a small place it's fucking as big as the U.S. only it's a bunch of countries. And I don't like do that. Are they going to serve zebra or giraffe? Maybe Peruvian. They'd serve llama. It, they won't in the U.S. But yeah, yes. you can buy at the farmers market. You weirdo. Oh, you can. Yeah. Fuck, I need to try that. <laughs> yeah, on the north side. Llama you can burgers. buy on the, on the north south side. You can buy yak burgers at that burger at the burger bar up in. Um, the guy who I get my pizza dough from, he had alligator this week. Oh fuck, alligator's so good. That's the only way alligator should be it? around. Did you eat it? <gasps> I did in New Orleans. We saw. Yeah. We almost got you for your birthday that's coming up. We didn't almost get it's, this for you because okay. it was like seven hundred and fifty dollars. But I really wanted to. They had this <laughs> giant, like ceramic, beautiful ceramic ceramic albino alligator like and i would have sold it it was i, I don't it know it was as big as this like fucking table incorporating alligators into my life like. did i ever show you the pictures of the alligator from the orleans casino that i took with me you yeah know? i did did i send them to you I yeah remember. you did yes we sent we and i said when we took them this to me? not not the alligators at the at the aquarium that we no, saw my friend kelly does it all the time I'm like why are you sending me these you pictures love alligators. i hate them just as much as you love ants I'm going to start sending you pictures of ants. You go right ahead. They don't bother me at all. <laughs> that is a lie. <laughs> if, you go out, if you go out on my back porch, you'll see like cream of wheat everywhere because I dumped like a five pound bag of it because there were a bunch of ants and I fucking hate ants. So this is super, this is how I'm ending it because we have a list. I don't know if I'll get to it yet. Maybe of like, Ranker did a, a hundred artists, musicians from Utah, and one of them happens to be playing that is on that list on the 27th, and that is Cascade. So you can go to uh, the Galvin Center, I believe it's for Salt City Sounds, and uh, go see a local artist. Okay, so we are going to do that. But first... <laughs> I don't. Is there an article for the the Rage Against the Machine thing? Because yes. I, there is because I I didn't I didn't have time to look, but I want to talk about that first because this happened and it's a it's fucking funny. So, um, where the fuck is it? You liar! It's this one. It's in there. Oh, there it is. Wait. Okay. Because I printed them Today, all out. So this was on. So this is an older article, 2014. Uh, so, so the article's old, but the the news itself was funny. So, yeah, well, it kind of relates because we're doing a, a musician thing today with a cool musician. So um, so back in, what year was it? Like fucking 2000-something? Do you remember? It's 2000-something right now. Fuck you. Fuck you. Why are you going to be like that? I don't know, but um, how come you keep telling me to fuck myself? Um, I don't know. I'm trying to look. No one's helping. Thanks, you guys. Well, um, I, I haven't read this article. Maybe somebody really who's no one read it. Uh-huh. I was busy. I told you. I think you. they came right around. Two, it's like 2004-ish is when they came. Yeah. So it was a while ago, but. Yeah, this whole article. No, 18 years ago, 1996. So in 1996. We talk a lot about 1996 oh, and yeah. 1998 this episode. So, but the, the album had just come out, Evil Empire by Rage Against the Machine. Yeah. So they got accidentally booked. <laughs> um, I, I don't think it was accidentally. It was on purpose. They were it booked. It was an honest mistake. Yeah, was, well, I don't know about an honest mistake. How do you book something called Rage Against the so, Machine by right. accident? They, they, they said the guy that, that, that booked him thought it was a, what did he say? He thought it like was a demolition, a demolition derby. Yeah. Oh really? Yeah. I, so I get that. So he books Rage Against the Machine, which 
big counterculture band um, with with choice lyrics in the 90s. Um, their stuff has to be edited on the radio. And they were in Spanish Fork, which if you've never been to Spanish Fork, Utah, it is like it's on the edge of civilization. So it's pretty close to like Provo, but it's not close enough. And it's a bunch of fucking like cowboys and hicks. And... Yeah, they got booked for a concert, and it was for like it was like for their city town days. Oh yeah, it was like it was like for like coming up. That's Fiesta days, by the way. See, see, Jess knows with all the festivals. That's one of them, and so it's actually a really fun one. So once they realized who Rage Against the Machine was, they did everything they could to keep them from coming. They like raised like five hundred dollars to try to bribe them to not come. Some guys tried to make the citizens pay. Oh yeah. And then they, they, so, so somebody else said, my brother came down with all of his dogs. Hopefully that'll scare him away. So they did all these things. They attempted to buy off the band by collecting $10 from every Spanish Fork resident. Which would give you like $30. But then they only had 50 people to show up to protest. Yeah, and then they yeah. did a protest. And then they were like, oh, everything went well. None of the there fans wasn't a riot. were terrorists. There wasn't like they didn't incite horrible things. It's just so funny. But it is funny that that was, I mean, because that was a huge thing back in the 90s when that happened. I just want to read this quote here. It was a festive atmosphere, but some residents considered it more of a freak show. R. Jenkins sat on her porch with her neighbors and watched as young people wearing long chains and bright red and green spiked hair streamed past. She compared the hairstyles to a rooster's comb. Some were half, <laughs> some were half dressed, she said. A few sported multiple earrings, lip rings, nose rings, even tongue rings. Fashion statement residents here often, uh, fashion statements residents here don't often see. At least one concert goer asked if he could use her bathroom. He couldn't. <laughs> Which, by the way, I saw Rage Against the Machine when they opened for U2. They were good. So, um, yeah, they were. Uh, Rage Against the Machine was actually a really good concert. I like Rage Against the Machine. So, Utah has, this is something that's kind of surprising to a lot of people. Utah has. You didn't, I'm just going to stop you right now. You didn't even read the first sentence I'm of this. I'm fucking busy. 1996 was a I turbulent did. year for music. MC Hammer filed for bankruptcy and the Spice Girls debuted Wannabe. Have you seen that forest, please? Lover, you gotta get with my friends. Make it last forever. Friendship it just never toured, ends. you know, in the UK, and it was amazing. Lover, you have got to give. Yeah, he can do the whole song. I can. So, now you want to want to really, 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 Oh, I'd fucking be, I would have been town there. days. Yeah, it's zig zig uh, They wouldn't have had to bring the dogs down. <laughs> I, I would have. I would go to a fucking Spice Girls you concert should. even today. I would do it. That was a fun concert. I would sing all their songs too because I fucking know them all. I love the Spice Girls. You guys can all go fuck yourself that don't like the Spice Girls collectively. Not anyone in this room necessarily because Brie loves it when they come on the radio I just or like on, you on the Pandora dance. station. Like it doesn't matter what I'm doing. I'll turn the radio up and start fucking singing Until while I'm driving. Comes <laughs> Some of their songs weren't that great. <laughs> um, you just got mad at people. For not liking them, and I then you're like, some of their songs, songs weren't great. At least they weren't Nazis like fucking Ace of Base. No, that is over. They apologized. Yeah, they apologized for, for being Nazis. Cuckoo Kangaroo, who we learn <laughs> later in the episode, has changed their name. Their name isn't changed. Their name is specifically KKKR instead of KKK. But we'll talk about that later. We're going to talk. So Utah has. Um, I'm really fucking hyper all of a sudden. Utah has. Um, a really good music scene. We've talked about this a little bit uh, before, but 
a lot of people don't realize how many amazing bands have come out of the state of Utah, like really big bands uh, and really big acts. And um, so Ranker has a list out there of uh, the And top. it's an active list, so you can still go and vote you on can it go if and you vote. want. Yeah, so um, as, of, as of when we record this at some point, um, this is kind of the order they're in. So one, one band that a lot of people think of, especially old fuckers, is the Osmonds. Because the Osmonds was one of those family bands back in like the 60s and 70s eras. And like, like every individual person of the Osmonds got their own. Sh- like, yeah, they did. Yeah, and Donnie and Marie still have a fucking show in Vegas. It's ending, right? Have they finished it, end- it? I think it's done. But for years, they had a show in Ten Vegas. Ten years. That's a long fucking time. So but they're number two. So right now, and this doesn't, this shouldn't be a surprise to anyone, it's Imagine Dragons. I love Imagine Dragons. Imagine Dragons is is. Really from Provo. Provo, by the way, also a great place for fucking bands to come out of. Really good small venues down in Provo. Neon Trees. They're out of Provo. I love the Neon Trees. Yeah. So you have uh, also Cascade. I've never heard of Cascade. I've heard of Cascade, but I don't oh. know. If I couldn't name a song. It's Doug. He's, yeah. he's, oh, he's, he's a dubstep and techno. He's a dubstep yeah. DJ. Um, oh, I'm surprised you didn't know that. I haven't listened to a lot of techno these days. I am going to. He must be current. Uh, I'm going to go listen to dubstep and Cascade. He's been around for a while. Yeah, it's it's not new. Yeah, I honestly I may know who he is. So uh, when I was built, I had to go through and like individually yeah. build this list because <laughs> Ranker doesn't copy over to print. Um, but I was reading through some of these lists, like who are these people? But there were a couple of really awesome surprises on this list as Tragic well. Tragic blacks on here. Yes, and they are number Used. ten. Yeah, that means people have been voting them. Tragic uh, Blast and Royal Bliss is 11. Fuck, I think I know this dude. <laughs> Which one? Cascade. Cascade. I've heard of Cascade. No, I haven't heard of Cascade. But, okay, look, I was huge into the, the EDM scene way back in the day, and I know a lot of people that are still in that scene. Um, but anyway, so Brandon Listen, Flowers. Tragic, just... Tragic Black made it above the Mormon Tabernacle Choir and David Archer. Well, hell yeah. Well, did you guys say the used when I was? Yeah, it was yes. right after. Cascade. It's right after Tragic Black. And Jewel. No. no. The used is right after Brandon Flowers of Neon Trees, right? Okay, yeah, number five. Yes, but used. yes. Wait, is he from? No, 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 no. He's not from the U or from Neon Trees, right? He's no. um Where the fuck is he from? Neon Trees um, is Tyler Glenn, number twenty-one. That's right. No, Brandon it's number Flowers six. is um, Neon Trees is number six. What? Well, yes, um, Tyler Glenn. Tyler's his own. It's his own thing. It's his own because yeah. he does solo stuff. Yeah. I'm, I'm glad that Tragic Black beat Royal Bliss because I like Royal Bliss, but it's like Royal Bliss is like. Oh, um, I forgot about She Daisy. <laughs> oh yeah, She Daisy. She Daisy came go. from here. Um, D- Dia Frampton. Who the f- I don't know enough indie stuff. Jewel, adult contemporary music. Jewel. Sure, she's no from, way. She's from yeah. Utah. I had no fucking clue. Yeah, I thought she's from Alaska. She's no. no, she grew up here and then she moved up there. And Jewel Kilcher gotcha. is from Utah. That's interesting. Uh, I don't know who Lee Harleen is. Um, stupid Marie Osmond. I don't count them. I've thrown her twice. Donnie Osmond. Uh, I do know who the King sisters were. David yeah, Archuleta. Uh, yeah, David Archuleta was from here. Iceburn, heavy metal. You, you know who David Arch? Where is David Archuleta? Number twenty-four. You're skipping way the fuck ahead, dude. Oh, sorry. Um, well, we don't have to read every single one. That's true. David Archuleta from American Idol. Do you know what he's best known for now? He's a little sweet on the Diet Dr Pepper commercials. I that's David. Sweet one. That's David. Uh, I don't yeah. think that's Justin Guarini. 
Are you sure? Positive. I thought that was David percent. Archuleta. Thousand percent. You are so bad at thinking no, that some I people are certain God, things. I swear to God, I heard that was David. It's Ar- Justin Guarini. No, I'm looking at the more. I, I trust Justin more than you. I do too, but I don't get it. So I'm really impressed on this list at how many metal bands we have, like hardcore metal bands that we have. But I'm also really sad that one of my favorite Utah bands oh, is not right. on this list. Justin Guarini. Never mind. Fuck you. Everybody heard that, right? Yes. What? Who? What? That I'm right. What'd you say? There's a lot of good heavy metal bands, but you said that there's not a switch one. There's well, not a switch uh, one. No, and I, I said, heard. Chris That's just said that I was right, no, and I, I said everybody not, heard that I right. Did not, oh, those words did part. not come out of my mouth, Jessica. <laughs> Jessica! Meryl uh, Osmond. Mer- who is Meryl Osmond? He's the oldest brother. One of the Osmonds. We just talked about how successful his, that whole group was. Is that his was. dad? No, I thought it was his oldest brother. <laughs> Band of Anals. Whoa. Oh, annals. Sorry, I just, they're really hard to... Annuals. Annuals. Uh, <laughs> annals. Annals. Wow. Analropists. There's way too many letters get in that word for it to be gothic anal. gothic rock. <laughs> That's a cool name. Never heard of them, but get scared. That's cool. The piano guys, I've ever I'm actually kind of disappointed that, that some of the, the current bands that are of, of good ilk can travel around a lot aren't up here, like Falk Hogan. Like uh, Jeff Dylan and the can we get on there the and st- or they, is this their? I don't know. I don't know how. I don't know how. Like if you just make submissions to Ranker, usually the lists that I read on Ranker are from one of their sub pages called Graveyard Shift, and there are lists that Look are already that. made. Alan Ralph Osmond, Jimmy Osmond. Yeah, the Osmonds were fucking huge. The Moth and the Flame, that's a relatively new band. Brandon Yuri, by Wilfred the way. Wilfred Brimley, I didn't know he was a uh, singer. What? No, he's just the, the Quaker Oats he's guy. He's got the diabetes. The diabetes. The beaties. Diabetes. They're just the, it's just, just the beaties. The beaties. The beaties. You're, you're, you're giving oh, that way too much. just told me that. Beaties. <laughs> what? Who just told you what? That they got Wilfred Brimley'd, and I was like, oh, that's a bummer. They got the beaties. They got the beaties. Is that what Wilfred, or is that yeah, like someone no, made me eat no. steel cut oats? No. No, he did those diabetes commercials like in the late 90s. I know. He st- did? He still fucking does that. Wait, did he die? Just not, I, no. I don't know. I have seen him. That's all he did was diabetes commercials for years. And this list has become disappointing rather quick. And I'm really <laughs> pissed that I thought David Archuleta was little sweet. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's all right. Um, Jericho Road. Hey, so if I name this episode um, Jeff Dillon and the Dillweeds, do you think he'll care? Oh, no. I totally wrote that down in big letters, actually. <laughs> you guys will know what we're talking <laughs> then, about later. But I don't think that's what's going to be. I, I but have, then I changed it. There's so. two There's two potential. Bands have drums or something like that? What? No. No, I think that was just a quote. So but, there, I, I'm sure that they're not on here anymore, but there are some dead people on this list. But there was a band... In the 90s, in the late 90s, called Agnes Poetry. Oh, yeah. yeah. I know and, Agnes Poetry. Me too. Uh, we're amigos, and they are not in this list, and it made me sad. Yes, yeah, so this list really disappointed me, Jeremy. Sorry. Mm-hmm. This, this, started out good. It did. It had a strong starting out. If we, we just stayed on the first page, we would have been okay. The you can name it. Flame. Cuckoo Kangaroo is the shit. That's <laughs> <laughs> I'll write that down, too. I don't think I'm going to name it that. I have another name, but... Um, I, that might happen. That Sometimes you say that you're going to name something something, and I'm really excited, and then you send it to me, and I'm like, "That's what do you pick?" The oh, ant trip ceremony. <laughs> I think we're done with this list, guys. I think what we need to do is talk to our guest um, personally. Well, uh, today we have the pleasure of talking to Jeff Dillon, a local musician here in the state of Utah. Um, 
You may know Jeff from such things as um, Paul Kogan. I hang out with he them sometimes. With yeah. Yeah. That's right. You hang yeah. out with Nick. You're not Nick. really. You're not part of Paul Kogan. No. Uh. Uh-uh. Uh. I'm the. I'm the one who coined coined the term for the uh, the vegan grinder. <laughs> when when he was on when he was on right. yeah, when he was on uh, on tour with me so we yeah. love we love brother we Cassie. have heard all about that <laughs> yes we have yes we have didn't you make a button did you make a vegan grinder button maybe did I uh, yeah no. I don't think so but I'm gonna get Nick on I can't have Nick yeah. make his own pin why not I think you could I think that would be weird. no definitely you could tell him it's I for think Jeff. you would order it and then be like, be like here you go you. you could tell him it's for Jeff and then just give it back to him. <laughs> Because he would totally do it. I haven't made anyone a pin in a while. No. So, yeah, for, for those of you that don't know, we do really cool stuff for our guests from time to time. So And maybe you'll get a pin if you do Man, something spectacular. So. <laughs> so, for instance... Um, like Sim Gill got Sexy SDA. Yeah, Sexy SDA in Utah. It's just uh, like based on conversations that we have. Yeah, yeah, show, no, that's and then great. And I'm like, oh, that would be right. We had the cool pins Space that Jesus. weren't really pins, but that were bottle openers there for a while. Those are I have cool. mine I have still. still. Those yeah. were pretty cool. I have mine at yeah, work. Yeah, but those were our logos. Those aren't... The, yeah. well, while those look good, they're not as cool as didn't the unique pins that we have Nick make people. Nick did those too, though, didn't he? <laughs> yes. Yeah, he pins. usually makes most of those for people around. He's dude's awesome. Man. Dude's awesome with that stuff. Do you ever help him? Do you ever have like button pressing parties? You know, I, I've uh, <laughs> I've gone over and helped him a couple of times. So um, he sounds like he did, he give yeah. you a, did he give you a drink while you were there? Um, no, he didn't give me a drink per se. He sold you one. Um, yes. $5. For, for a very reasonable He's price. running an in-house yeah. bar. Yeah. No, no, I, I mean, he, he, everything he does is all DIY. So, yeah. I mean, awesome. I've been over there a couple of times. I mean, and that's, and that's like, I mean, people kind of interlink me and Nick so much at this point because we've done so much together and we've done so many things with each other. And you're like, um, I just want to be me. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. Um, Nowhere near as much facial hair, though. No. So. No, you don't look like him at all. Yeah, thank no. God. So. <laughs> I always forget how tall he is. Him, You're tall, too. Yeah. Thank, yeah. yeah, thank you. I yeah. get that from my uh, my dad. Yeah, and from Nick. And, <laughs> from Nick. and also from Nick, yeah. Thank you. They hang out so much. Nick, thank you for my <laughs> height. I appreciate that, buddy. <laughs> you might have, a convers- have to have a conversation with him and your mom about some stuff. I will. <laughs> I, I will. Wow. So, this so. Took a dark turn fast. No, it's fine. It's fine. <laughs> My mom's open to conversations Look, like that. She'll have no problem. Jeremy always starts talking to guests about their conception. That's true. So, we so, should start right there. So, we want to know where you're from. You know, we can just tell you however far back you want to go. So yeah, yeah, a sure. tall dad, a, a short mom that likes young boys. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Don't be creepy, dude. Well, I mean, I mean, my father is younger than my mother, so oh, you're so you're, you're not go. wrong. Like Certainly, young, younger man. Yeah, no, I was uh, I was born in San Diego. San um, Diego. Spent the first couple of my formative years in Southern California, and I've been here pretty much ever since. Yeah, fuck you, uh, San Diego. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so terrible. Perfect weather, no inversion, <laughs> the ocean right next to you at all times. So why fantastic gaslight district, professional sports teams. Fuck you guys. Yeah, I'm going to Utah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm gonna. Head at least to, we're not Idaho. Yeah, I'm gonna head to Provo, Utah. You went uh, to Provo. Uh, yeah, my dad came here. He uh, he got accepted to the law school at BYU. Oh. So that's why. So you were a youngin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I just turned 39 a couple of weeks ago. Um, and I mean, we moved here when I was like three, four. Oh, so you've been here a yeah. long time. Yeah, so I'm, I'm, I'm a Utah. Pretty much. But every now and then, if, if somebody gets a little too lippy, 
I can pull that pull California that card California. if I need to. Yeah. So, no, so I'm actually from San Diego, bitch. Shut up. Yeah, exactly. So exactly. You, did you grow up in Provo then? No, God, no. Uh-uh. <laughs> <laughs> that was the no, most, no offense no. to Provo. Was Par- cool. It was actually Parowan. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> no, uh, uh, Davis County, Farmington. Um, you know, that's this a barely a step up from from Utah County. Did you go to Davis High School? I did. The yeah. Dart. Yeah, class of '98. What was? That's, yeah, that's I'm a Viking <laughs> class of '98. That's by the when way. my daughter was born. <laughs> Good job, her daughter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she almost killed her. So why not? <laughs> it's just kind of sad. Like he he graduated in '98, and I had a kid in '98. You know when I graduated? I don't even want to talk to you. Shut you want to talk about women liking younger men, right there? Did we were rivals, by sure. the way. Yeah. What rivals? Yeah, because he was a Davis Dart and I was a Vermont Viking. Did you guys punch each other in the face? <laughs> yeah, I was yeah. like, "Hey, you, marching band, I'm gonna punch." Did you, in you the know face. each other in high school? No. Maybe. I don't know anyone. <laughs> <Were you> a, <laughs> Fuck, I don't know. <laughs> he doesn't remember high I know school. Anyone. That was a long time ago. There, there was that was a long time ago, and there was a large uh, period of my time uh, in a lot of. Narcotics in there that <laughs> that UFO kinda... abduction period. Wait, 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 hold on. You're so, telling me as a musician, at some point in your life, you did narcotics. I don't believe. I it. mean, it's a lie. I, I don't want to. I don't want to fall into any gross stereotypes. But yeah. <laughs> but yeah, as a happened. musician, have you ever sang for the Mormon Tabern- Tabernacle Choir? Because I think otherwise, you're in the clear for the stereotype. Especially in Utah. Mm. No. Okay, good. <laughs> then I think you're good. One of you have to think about well, it one of their members was in my ward growing up, um, and I may have accidentally sang it like a church thing one time when she was there. <laughs> so maybe well, I mean there's a, a small percentile there. Was it a wholesome song? Fuck, probably if it was a church function. I don't know. It's the whole butterfly effect. Yeah. So you grew up in Utah. Did you feel trapped here, like you couldn't get out, or did you choose that you wanted to stay here? No, nah, man, I love Utah. So what I love Utah. You I've yeah. heard a podcast. About I know, right? Yeah, it's it's not just a clever name. Yeah. No, I. I it's really I, not a clever I, name at I, all. I, no, I, mean. I know. I just I was trying to <laughs> trying to build you up. A little sympathy. Yeah. So after high school, what where what where'd you do? What'd you do? Where'd you go? Hmm. He doesn't remember. Remember that? Yeah, yeah. remember. We talked about that. Those, those were the we dark just talked times. about it. So eighteen, no, to, 18 to thirty-nine. Kind there's of a been a eighteen to thirty-nine. <laughs> you could fit into a two-minute montage. Pretty twenty yeah. twenty-year blur. Mm-hmm. <laughs> He's just coming out of that haze right yeah. now. So, you know, in kind of some ways, I feel like that actually. But no, I mean, it just um, out of high school, I came uh, started. I mean, I started into bands when I was in high school. So coming out of high school, were you in marching band? No, you were playing like battle I was the, of the band I was, stuff, right? I almost participated not. in one battle of the bands. Um, I was the only member of my family not in marching band. Um, wow! So oh, you came through a family of musicians of sorts. Yeah, yeah. My my dad played trombone uh, all through up until he was really big into that and like he played at college and all of that cool um and then uh all of my siblings on my dad and stepmom's side uh all played in high school band and marching band uh and then my little sister on my mom's side plays piano but so the Gemini. Yeah, I don't really march with those yeah i mean you could but so yeah. you formal training that's why they made guitars that is true you can you can do that very easy. no no formal training um i mean i started in i started in 
kind of grunge metal bands and stuff when I was, you know, coming out of high school. What? You started in grunge bands in the 90s? Yeah, I know, right? It's crazy. So who, are, so who you are, are your, inf- who are your influencers then? <laughs> I mean, Nirvana. I mean, no. Pr- no. <laughs> I love Nirvana, but really, in all honesty, Kurt Kurt's never been a big influence yeah. on my on my writing or my music. Um, the biggest inspirations, like when I very first started, were bands like Smashing Pumpkins. Yeah, um, Silverchair was actually really, really big for me. They had that one album. Speaking um, of our music, where's our background music? There, they they <laughs> had many albums. Thank you very much, and they got progressively better with each one. Um, no, uh, like he's the, a staunch Silverchair fan. <laughs> I am. I actually him. really, really. They're from yeah. Australia, right? Yes. 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 Um, and I've been able to see them once, uh, which was awesome. The problem with Nirvana is they just haven't come out with anything new in so long. <laughs> yeah, it's been about twenty five years. <laughs> um, yeah, they have. Have you heard the Foo Fighters? Jeremy's our dad joke. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah. No. I, I, I like bands like Helmet. Um. And then. Uh, um. Faith No More. Um, I started really getting into kind of some heavier stuff, so I started getting into, uh, like at the time, uh, Henry Rollins. Uh, yeah, I mean Black Rollins Flag. solo stuff. Yeah, I was never really into into Black Flag or any of the older kind of punk like that. Um, but uh, you know, started getting into like a lot of kind of industrial and and metal, Nine Inch Nails, Stabbing Front Westward, Front Two Four Two, Front Two Four Two, Skinny Westward. Puppy, Bauhaus. Um, Stabbing Westward is like my favorite band I of all time. Um, Nine Inch Nails is kind of funny because their newer stuff. He's not angsty. He has everything. He's got money. It's yeah. kind of hard to be so bitter when you have done. Well, so Nine well. Inch. They had a really interesting turn. Like after he got out of rehab, like when With Teeth came like out, Depeche kind of everything. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's it's been really interesting to What's see. Happened that with, with a lot, lot of bands. people. Like Eminem, Eminem goes, you know, comes out of rehab, releases like the worst fucking album on the planet, <laughs> and then releases another album, of literally apologizing for the first album. I don't listen to Eminem. <laughs> <laughs> We're talking about metal over here, Chris. <laughs> hey, I like all music <laughs> except country. I'm not a big fan of the Juggalos, though. I don't know about the. <laughs> I just saw a hard <laughs> a hard times uh, article that just got posted like yesterday or the day before that said something about their face paint. It is, yeah, it's not like, recognizable. Facial recognition yeah. stuff. Because <laughs> and this is all like because you know the whole Utah Department of uh, the, of, of Transportation face. the facial recognition stuff from the DLD that uh, ICE is trying to get a hold of and they're like, oh yeah, here you go, fucking have it. <laughs> yeah, and, Utah's one of the only states that turned it over, dumbasses. Well, it's planned, but if wait, is really long, for real. They no. actually didn't turn it over. I heard that they did. No, there was only a very small amount. So they turned some over. They still turn. No. Well, no, but <laughs> they were one of the only states. There's only like three states yeah. that did it, and of course Utah did. Well, Regardless, I mean, apparently, if you it's, wear it's pretty red here. If you, if you wear <laughs> Juggalo makeup and are a fan of ICP, and you just roll around all day in that makeup, and you're Hell Juggalo yeah. makeup. <laughs> Maybe it's time to convert then. I'm going to sidetrack us. So, Baskets, the show with Zach Galifianaskis. Zach Galifianaskis. Galifianaskis. The fucking dude from um, The Hangover from guy. The Hangover, yeah. The Hangover <laughs> guy with Carlos. Um, so, anyway, he's he's the star of Baskets, but he's this rodeo clown and he has to go out and get other clowns and he has this kid show up. <laughs> In the ICP makeup, and he's totally into it because this kid's like living the clown life, <laughs> but he doesn't understand ICP. And then later, he sees the kid at like Arby's, and well, gets he's a the job. manager of yeah, Arby's. He's the manager because he cleans Arby's. up his life. <laughs> anyway, 
That was a funny episode. Like that's the kid's evolution as he <laughs> yeah he transitions from being a juggalo to a manager of an Arby's. Hell yeah, good for him. Living the dream. Good for him. That's that's that's, that's a good, good life. That's yeah, a that's transition. a good redemption arc. <laughs> so anyway, back to so you, grunge and metal. Yeah, these grunge and metal. Yeah. Stuff. Um, so you are into those bands. How many different bands were you in in high school before you lost your memory? <laughs> Uh, so the very, the very, very first band I ever started, we settled on the band name Vitiate, uh, because we actually looked up the definition and it was to morally corrupt. Mm. That's very metal. Right? Yeah. We thought we were so cool. Uh, and we, you know, made our own iron on t-shirts and stuff, you know, and, and, and we were bad. Um, bless our little hearts. Um, <laughs> All 15 years old. Yeah. Back yeah no, it was 17. Oh, 17. Okay, so you did wait until towards the end of high school. Yeah. yeah did you yeah. ever participate back in the day? X96 on the weekends would do locals only. And you could send in your back in the day tape, and they'd actually mm-hmm. play it on the air, like at eleven o'clock we, at night. But. The the bands I was in, we never did anything like that. There was the probably the biggest band I was in in my younger days is a metal band called Fisted. <laughs> um and we we actually did send some stuff into K Bear back when they did bear fights. Yeah. Um and they they like every month or two months or whatever they do a local bear fights. And uh uh we were we were told that we were too heavy to be <laughs> to, to be played on too heavy on, on a station that plays Metallica. Yeah, that's like that's exactly Metallica. what we said. We were and like and and like even during the show I mean, they name dropped us because I mean, how could you not name drop yeah, that band fisted. name? You know, uh, our website was also getfisted dot com. It was fantastic. Did you guys was, save really that? that? Did you save, save that. that domain and then sell it to? No, a, man, aren't <laughs> no. you regretting well, this is, that? This was also in the infancy Lost of normal internet. Yeah, you're, you're exactly. You're now regretting that. Yeah. Oh yeah, I could be living off of residuals from that even as we speak. Chris <laughs> is gonna uh, look it up to see if it's a site. <laughs> I'm, sh- no, I'm gonna oh, look no, up and see how much it costs on GoDaddy. Gonna... <laughs> um, but yeah, no, we yeah we were actually told by K Bear that we were we were too heavy to be on on their station. Maybe it was hey just guys, their, it's, it's... their polite way of saying you suck. I, that's kind of what taken. I figured. You know, it's taken. What a surprise! It's Wait, taken. what it is really? Twenty years later, I am not actually going to. Stick yeah, I was going to say, please don't go to that website. <laughs> I'm, I'm happy to put it in GoDaddy to see if it's available. I'm not happy to actually see where it goes. It'll just redirect me to Goatsy or. It would be really awesome if it took you to a really shitty 90s metal band website. (laughs) (laughs) I can't say shitty. Actually, I I really enjoyed that band. It was a lot of fun. Yeah, but it was Um, probably like a fucking Geocity site at that point. I think it actually was. I think it actually was. Uh, I think we had the option of paying like five ninety nine to actually get the our, our own URL for it or whatever. But. Yeah, why wouldn't you pay six bucks back in the late nineties? Yeah, dude. I so K Bear. <laughs> this is funny because I I listened to X ninety six like once in like the late nineties when we came to Utah and I thought it was a great station, but back home in Wyoming, through uh, attaching coaxial cable to our radio, we could pick up K Bear mm-hmm. out of Utah, and our radio stations were fucking horrible. So we listened to K Bear all the time when I was in high school. So never heard get fisted though they never played. Yeah, yeah, we never we never got any airtime. You, you were too hard. Yeah, we're too metal yeah. for the only metal station in the. <laughs> Welcome to Utah. I know, right? So yeah. you still a huge metal fan then, or have you? Progressed? I mean, I I like a lot of heavy stuff. The I think the biggest problem is kind of as I've gotten older, I'm no longer like 
blaming my parents and shit for you know yeah, like fuck you dad who yeah, was an you attorney know, like, and supported my musician yeah, habit yeah <laughs> no like i mean yeah i mean you know how it is i mean you're always angsty kids and you're like fuck everything it's so stupid and then you get as an adult and you're like well fuck everything but i'm gonna follow the rules now because i got <laughs> you know, to pay you're like, fuck everything it's yeah. still stupid as shit but yeah. i don't have a choice yeah i gotta fucking work all day and then go home and clean the house and shit i don't have <laughs> time to no i just i still listen to a lot of heavy music and a lot of stuff like that i just like nowhere near as much like i mean just kind of my overall taste especially i mean nowadays like if if 19 year old jeff who was in fisted like listened to fisted? my new record that just came out he'd probably think i was the biggest fucking dumbass in the world <laughs> like who is this loser you know what i mean so um but yeah i mean there's there's still some bands i mean i uh I I like a lot of stuff, but it just it just seems like kind of a, a lot of music in general has just really become so oversaturated with corporate fuckery, like even more so than it was twenty years ago. You know, I mean, nowadays it's 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 all about the singles. You know, it's all about getting those hits on YouTube. It's about it's about, you know, marketing. yeah, blowing yeah. up on SoundCloud. Well, in this day and age where you can buy one song, you don't buy an album. Nobody buys an album anymore. Exactly. Whereas when we were kids, you had to buy the tape uh, and hope all the songs were good. Yes. Yeah. You're buying the whole thing. Yeah. Well, CDs were the best. The worst was the fucking great tracks after like an hour of nothing. All yeah. the hidden tracks. I fucking, I still to this day, I fucking hate hidden tracks. Like, it's not hidden, you ass fucks. <laughs> it's just 15 minutes of silence, you dicks. Just play the fucking song. <laughs> because most CD players don't have the ability to fucking fast forward yeah. easily. You got to fucking hold it. And then when you get to the song, you're like, oh, God damn it. Like fucking halfway through it already, or when you're fast forwarding because it's the skip forward button and you're holding it and you accidentally slide oh, off and it skips the fucking track forward. Well, yeah, because by the time that you get past that 15 minutes, it's fast forwarding at like times 38, yeah. so you're already like halfway through the song when you're like, "Fuck it, stop!" Like, fuck yeah, yeah, fuck you, tool. By the way, you motherfuckers with that fucking song. What, what, what yeah. album was Blue it? Blue October the, only the, did theirs like a minute and I think it's a minute and 15 seconds. Depeche Mode's was like 13 minutes. <laughs> but also, the thing about Hidden Tracks yeah. is you had to listen to the whole album first, usually, like to, to get there. Like, I found myself in the 90s with CDs. Like, I'd get through the first six songs and then I'd have to go do something. And I didn't start over at seven. I would just go back to number one. How come you're so, dumb like that? It's just the way I roll, man. <laughs> That's yeah. why everybody knows, like, the first half of every album. Like, yeah. way, way good. Like, that, way yeah. better. Mm-hmm. So like Smashing Pumpkins. I just start where I ended. It's like a book. Well, this is not difficult, people. There are super fans. Um, like my friend, my friend in high school, David, was a super fan of Smashing Pumpkins. And I remember when they released the Aeroplane Flies High, that fucking box, oh, the box set, set. Yeah. of all the B sides and mm-hmm. and hidden tracks that they'd done over and like the singles and shit. That was such a great compilation. But it's like seven CDs with fucking two songs a piece on them. It was the dumbest fucking. It was a really cool design, but really, like seven discs with two songs. To this day, Melancholy and Infinite Sadness is one of my most favorite Oh, it's albums. one of the best albums ever it's, made. That's like Smashing Pumpkins. So when that record came out, um, my sister was a really, uh, a way bigger fan of them than I was, you know. Um, and uh, and when that record came out, I, because I, I grew up in a, in a majorly LDS household. Um, and... Uh, 
and I secretly bought tickets for her birthday to go see Smashing Pumpkins Aww. at the Delta Center. Um, and then, you know, we had to like, we sat for two, three weeks and like, okay, how are we going to, how are we going to figure this out? How are we going to go? Awesome. Yeah. So we, 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 we approached my dad on a family vacation. Um, in like, like a hotel room you're somewhere. Like right? at, you're like in public at Disneyland. Yeah. You're like, hey, Dad, we're on <laughs> fucking Splash, we're on splash <laughs> yeah. Mountain. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, and I was like, so I got the tickets already. So it was basically like very begrudgingly, you know. He was like, okay, fine. Well, if you already bought the tickets, then I guess you can go. Yeah, ask for you know? forgiveness later. Um, like, you can't and, fucking hit me. We're in public, dude. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, <laughs> but it was actually, it was at, as at that show, um, where I like that was kind of like the the defining moment where I was like, yeah, I I want to be a musician. Was at awesome. at that show because it was you know it was really one of my first like my dad had taken me to see the Moody Blues, oh wow, um, which was my very first concert. He took me to see them. He took me to see um, like a, a group called 1964 The Revival, which were are a fantastic yeah. uh, Beatles band. Yeah, they're really good. Um, and then, but this was like my first concert, you know, without dad by myself, you know, going out in the world. Um, and they, like, we we're in the upper deck in the very back of the Delta Center because, you know, that's all 16 year old Jeff could afford. Um, but they, they busted into Tonight Tonight. And this was like right after the record came out. So it was like awesome. the biggest song in the world at the time. And the whole place, like every single person in the building, like just started singing along with it. And I was just like, holy fuck, this is the coolest thing I've ever seen. My, you know, <laughs> so and that was it for me. Like that was, that was when I was like, fuck yeah, this is what I want to do. I want to go from there to when you realized that that is almost unattainable for most people to hit that level of like arena starting. <laughs> Cause I'm not going to knock like your skill or your talent because you're an amazing artist but like that's not real that's not real life <laughs> no it's not it's not at all um uh, I, uh, was that like 25 26 before the it was during that time he can't started? remember like no that was that was when i was i was 16 when that happened um and i was in my first band like six months later um it honestly probably wasn't until i was about 22 23 when i stopped playing music um because the band I was in, like we we had started actually talking to a label, um, and uh, and the guitarist decided to walk away. And at that point, I had been like going hard for like seven years Fuck straight. It. You're like 22, getting ready to sign with a label who probably would have fucked you. To be fair, they no, they probably yeah, would have yeah. totally fucked you. Your your friend walks away, and that's got to be soul crushing. Yeah, it was, and then, and then it was at that point, you know, I was like, well, fuck, dude, I've been doing this for seven years, and I literally have nothing to show for it at this point. Um, and then you know at at that time, everyone's like, "Oh, you should probably, you know, do something. Get a real life. job." Yeah, exactly. So uh, I would say it'd probably be around that time where where I figured that that was unattainable. And and I mean, now as a, a solo musician, as a a, a fucking bitter forty year old, um, <laughs> like not quite I, forty, dude. I, I know it's here. not attainable, <laughs> and that's that's perfectly fine with me. You know, like I I just want. But the get up but the music landscape has changed from ninety yes, eight to to twenty nineteen, where it's I wouldn't say it's easier, but the opportunity for you to be a solo musician or, you know, someone like Falk Hogan to get your music out there is greater than anything you could have ever wished for, oh, for at twenty two. Sure. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. The the ability like I mean, if you if you look on Spotify right now, like the top 
the top listeners for my music are in like you know a couple cities in the United States, but then there's like the United Kingdom. I think mm-hmm. there's like Austria, Belgium, shit like that. I, that would have never fucking happened in 1998. I mean, yeah, fucking you know? 1998, yeah. you couldn't even self-produce an album. Yeah, like exactly. it was just impossible. You had to find a recording mm-hmm. studio. And now, I mean, people fucking produce albums with GarageBand in their fucking basement. Yeah. Like the app GarageBand, for those of you that don't know what it is on the, <laughs> the Apple devices. So what point after you stopped playing, and then when did you realize that like you messed it and you needed to start well, What, what did you do when you stopped playing? Did you go to Arby's? I did. <laughs> take off your I, juggalo I took makeup? off my juggalo. I, I put my hatchet man <laughs> necklace back in the sock drawer and wiped the face paint off and uh, never drank another drop of Fago again. You're um, missing out, man. That stuff is... Yeah, it's fucking horrible. Oh, yeah, it's really bad. <laughs> shit. Um, no, I, I just I, I just went to work. I worked in car shops for a while. I worked in the service industry for a while. I just, whatever. Just did. Yeah, I, that's exactly right. Like I just at that point in time, I just kind of like just existed, and it was pretty fucking lame. So I think we've all been there, just existing yeah. at some yeah. point. <clears throat> So then you just exist for a while. When you when do you decide to pick back up the proverbial and real guitar? <laughs> um, about five six years ago. At this point now, so midlife crisis. Yeah, I guess you could call Some it. Some people buy like Ferraris. You picked up the guitar. Yeah, yeah. Seems no, reasonable. I just I I, <laughs> I uh, like I actually like I, I it took a long time, and then I I you know I. Like, I stopped going to shows. I stopped being around music all the time. And it, it just kind of you faded into the background. Asshole. Yeah. Um, I'm there. I'm there now. I'm still a jaded <laughs> it's asshole. A, it's, it's, a, it's a very, you could. This ask. is my midlife crisis, this fucking podcast. Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> Jess is like, oh, great. That's what I'm a part of. <laughs> yes. Because secretly you wanted to be a DJ. I did. No. Really? Yeah. Dude, you I should. actually went to school for broadcasting. Not, not secretly, man. Openly and publicly. Why yep. don't you do it? I am right now. <laughs> this is a p- no, not podcasting DJ. No, this no, like I don't want to like records. radio DJ. I just want to talk. Oh, sick. And, and by the way, <laughs> this is this is what this is this fake radio shit that we do is the new radio. Yeah, I mean, oh, I could yeah. talk over records for sure. But, yeah, dude. Yeah. Just make sure to do it like the last fifteen seconds. I don't want to drop a sick beat anywhere though. Yeah. <laughs> you could do it for like the last jam. minute and a half of most techno songs because they're just eight count beats it's, it's, so that it's, it's, a DJ it's, it's, can mix in the other record boots and, and pants, people boots still and fuck it up. <laughs> Are you into techno now? Is that, was that the switch? No. <laughs> a little EDM? I, I, heard a, I heard a Daft Punk song yesterday though, so. I like Daft Punk. Like I heard a Daft Punk song. Yeah, so I mean, that's, that's about as close as I get. <laughs> At this point, so I may start branching out. You never know. <laughs> so you pick up your guitar five years ago, roughly, uh, and just start just start fucking around with yeah. it. Or no, so I um, I I kind of went through this just like not ever going to shows or anything like that, and and not being around music as much. And then uh, I think it's probably about six years ago now. I I just kind of decided um, I I had kind of started getting back into uh, into music and and trying to find music that I hadn't really listened to a lot of before um and I started getting really into social d oh um, I love them yeah right they're amazing um I've got so, some other music that you could do that with if you're interested like Eminem um, <laughs> I tried listening 90s. to Eminem 
I I just couldn't really get into the violent overtones and and really dripping misogyny and just really kind of the shitty personality that goes along <laughs> with everything he does. <laughs> his 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 talent is unmatched in oh, the hip hop game. Unbelievable. But I just. Uh, I, I think he's a dude. It doesn't have to be for you. It's okay. No, yeah. it's not for everyone. I just neither is techno. I just want you to know that I tried. <laughs> well, I'm just saying. Yeah. I got other avenues. Yeah, got, there's plenty of music. I, I'm a humongous music person. Yeah, so. Um, but no. So I started. I started listening to a lot of uh, a lot of kind of just more rock and roll. You know, um, which you know, like, uh, and uh, so I had gone to a. I had gone to go see Social Distortion at. Uh, at uh, Saltair, and the two bands that were opening for him were Lucero, who are like fucking unreal good, and I had never heard of them either. Uh, and then uh, a guy named Frank Turner, um, who uh, I had never heard of, but like I was thirty years old. Oh God, was I thirty? So maybe it was like nine years ago <laughs> then for this at least. Narcotics uh, do numbers yeah. on your brains, kids. Um, but. Uh, uh, so like a lot of the songs that Frank was singing, like his, his lyricism, it was very relatable. Um, and, and I, I kind of always tell everybody, um, you know, I, I went to a social distortion show, but like by the end of the night, I had left a Frank Turner show. Like I had just fallen in love. Opening bands are um, rad when they turn that. Yeah. Way. When they're yeah, good. Oh yeah, yeah. 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 Some of the, some of the best bands I've ever seen were bands that I'd never heard of that and opened for somebody else. Being a, being a huge metal fan. At some point in your life, anyway, did you ever watch the documentary? I think it was on Netflix. Uh, Anvil, the story. Yes. Of, oh my yeah. god! And that's that's exactly that. Anvil that. story is fucking amazing. These these, yeah. these dudes. For those of you that haven't seen it, you should go watch it. It's it was really a fantastic documentary. It's really fucking sad at, at some level <laughs> because these are dudes that like they toured with the big five like fucking megadeth and metallica anthrax anthrax and 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 pantera and all of their during this documentary they interview all the fucking people from these bands and they're like yeah we love those guys yeah we used to steal their shit all the time and so they would tour and open these fucking arenas for these huge bands like megadeth and anthrax and i mean because these arena shows fucking forty thousand people at these shows in like the 90s uh and these guys are opening these shows they never hit it big yeah and they just had their shit stolen time after time after time from all these big bands these dudes are still around they still like play shitty bars in like the fucking middle of nowhere in the northeast and they're like in their mid-40s just trying to like figure out life <laughs> when and it's it's weird too because actually when when that came out they had like this huge resurgence all of a sudden where everybody like their their streaming numbers and their sales numbers like quadrupled pretty much like what they had been up until that point. Yeah, yeah. Um and and now they've kind of fallen off the face of the planet again. Yeah. I mean it's, that, it's a really weird it's, story. But it's a I was really interesting to me that there was a that there was a band that could do that because opening you know, opening bands to, to big concerts they rotate a lot, but typically Groups have the people they like to open yeah. for them, travel with them, and for them to never hit it big, and and all these other bands that they're traveling with think they're that good, that's just crazy to me. Yeah, no, absolutely. Especially when they're similar genres. Yeah, know, that's weird. yeah. Well, yeah, and that's I mean that's a lot of the times yeah. that's one of the big, especially on big tours like that, is there's usually a lot of like 
labels talking to him and saying, you know, hey, these guys are on our label. You're taking them on tour with you. Mm-hmm. You guys are hella big. These guys are just kind of starting to get some foot, yeah. you know, and, and, and so take them out and they're going to, you know, six, gonna pick six up out fans. of 20 of your fans are going to go buy their shit too. It just never happened. Just mm-hmm. never happened. Fucking crazy. What's weird is when what used to be big name bands open for now big day mm-hmm. bands. <clears throat> and you're like, that seems backwards. Or or the like you go see them at like a way smaller venue that you've seen them before or something like that. Yeah. 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 Like seeing face to face. Like the former the members of Oingo Boingo at Liquid Joe's. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> or or like the first time I ever saw Smashing Pumpkins was in ninety six at the Delta Center. The last time I saw them was at fucking in the venue. Yeah. Mm. Much, much smaller. Like, like when, 2, what was people. it, the, the Zeitgeist record came out or whatever that was? Like, I, I fucking saw Smashing Pumpkins a fucking, you, you know, in him. the, yeah. You're like, it was fucking nose, $100 nosebleed tickets well, when you were a kid. Yeah. So, and now, like, it was like, it was like 25 bucks. bucks. Yeah. I, saw, I saw English Beat at the Depot. Yeah, exactly. And you're like, yeah. 20 years ago, they, they still play at the complex they every were sold summer. Out, like, the Delta Center <laughs> 20 yeah. years ago. It's, it's crazy. Actually, the, they're on a super rad. Uh, lineup English Beat is with a bunch of people. Well, and what's that crazy is they would be with these super huge mega bands. They're still playing and they're doing things like in the venue. Like Smashing Pumpkins was massive, mm-hmm. and they're doing these. Peter shows. Murphy well, keeps playing Urgent Urban Lounge. I, I think that's not, amazing. They're not making money doing was, these shows. I, was, I think things have changed because it used to be that back in the eighties and nineties, these bands had hit it big and they'd live off the record labels and record mm-hmm. sales forever. Well. Things have changed, like we were saying. Oh, people don't buy. Yeah, there's not. Re- there's not the same kind of residuals. So I think a lot. I think a lot of these bands are like, uh, we're running out of money. We need. To, we've got to work again. Yeah. Yep. I'm all for it. Oh my god. Yeah, I, I'm <laughs> fuck, yeah. Hell yeah, dude. I'm. I'm 100 percent behind it. So, so you fall in love with a new, a new artist. Yeah. Yeah. I I, I, I did that, and then uh, and then a uh, a little while later, I actually. Uh, right about the same time that I had found out about Frank Turner, I also found out uh, about a band called Mumford and Sons. Oh, yes. um, I'm that sure I can't fucking stand to listen to anymore. I love them. They're good. Oh, Look, or it's it's a couple of songs. And you that... just broke Jeff's heart. No, not at all. It. No, no. Well, here's okay. the thing. Right, I like Mumford and Sons. I like I like Fun. That was a great band. But when they when bands nowadays, and this this is something that happened in the '90s, but when you'd fall in love with the band, you'd go buy their album. Now they are, I mean, they're literally played every 15 minutes on the fucking radio. Yeah. That is good. And it's just so difficult to want to listen to them when you hear the same fucking song. That, that actually happened constantly. to me. Like I, I stopped listening to like, uh, syndicated radio probably like 20 years ago or so. But like one of the last, last big records that came out that that actually happened to me with was Toxicity by System of a Down. Oh, yeah. It's like one of the great best album. fucking, it's best like fucking records album. ever made. I can't stand even today to listen to that record because, because like the two, three songs that were really big on there were on like every fucking oh, 10 minutes. They're still fucking on all the time. Are they really? Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, there you go. That, that fucking album still, they still play songs from it all well, the time. It's like Sublime's crappy song that they still play on Look, the radio. there's a difference. Sublime's fucking dead. <laughs> like that band, <laughs> it's like playing Nirvana. But it's always, it's always, what the fuck song is it that they always play of theirs? Uh, Santeria. Remember. Yeah, Santeria. Yeah. yeah. It sucked or, when it or what I got. It sucked yeah. when it yeah. came out 27 years no, ago. Dude, they're it didn't still suck. playing it. I'm sorry you don't like a good band. It Sublime. Anyway, anyway, <laughs> point is, point is, it's still getting play time. Today. Yeah, it's, it's, it's crazy. But yeah, so, but I like Mumford and Sons. I mean, they're not a horrible just, band, but. There's that one song that they do with the drums where it's like. 
It's cool. That one song with the drums. Well, because well, everything else they don't have. They don't. Because really all the drums. rest of their songs don't have drums no. in them at all. <laughs> Not really. No. Well, I, I mean, anyway, they, you would be surprised what music has drums in it, and you don't even know. Yeah, some songs have drums. Maybe. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I know what you're saying, though, because well, I've had satellite on. radio for, songs I don't know, 15 years, yeah. and it and it changes your music landscape when you don't listen to terrestrial radio. Like, yeah, yeah, I yeah. I just don't. But, you know, even like, even like Spotify, when you throw Spotify up on a radio station, like I have like a 90s hip-hop station I listen to, it's the same fucking 40 songs. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It, it, they don't they don't rotate them that much either and i try to listen to things like if i pick up a band like mumford and sons that i like to listen to i try to go to a place like spotify or pandora to get similar artists mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it's a lot the more fucking indie you get with your starting point the more indie you stay yeah bony bear so that's your starting point for like the sound that you are frank turner and mumford and Sons. yeah 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 well because I, I i went to arizona for the railroad revival tour um, which revival, that's a big part of like, that, that's my backing band. That's one of the two things that kind of named the band. Um, but I went down there and the railroad revival tour that Mumford did, it was Mumford and Sons, Edward Sharp and the Magnetic Zeros. Oh, I love them. And that, and, by the way, one of the best band names ever. I know oh, yeah, it's yeah, long yeah. as fuck. <laughs> yeah. Great. Um, but it was those two in Old Crow Medicine Show. Old Crow, I love um, Old Crow. And, um, and, and like the whole, the whole point of the tour was they did seven dates. They started in Oakland. And got on a big 15-car train and just, like, would go from stop to stop. And and the train would pull up. 8,000 people would fall off of the train, you know, because Edward Sharp had, like, 15 members at the time. Um, They'd they'd get off the train, play a show, jump back on the train and take off to the next stop. I think they're up to 30 now. But, but, like, I was down down there in, in, in Arizona for this show. And it was, it was like mind-blowingly good. Um, like what a lot of uh, a lot of people would probably refer to as having major religious experiences. Like that's what it was for me. Epiphany. Um, yes, just uh, you know, ninety-five percent less God. Like, I can do this. Yeah. Um, and and that was that was kind of where I was like, holy shit! Like, and I started realizing that a lot of the music that I had really gotten into. Um, was all just, I mean, for all intents and purposes, just like a dude and a guitar. Mm. And then I was like, fuck, dude, maybe I should. Maybe I can be a dude yeah. with a guitar. Yeah. So, <laughs> so I, 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 I started taking guitar lessons. You know, I was like this old 30 year old dude in a, in a classroom with like a bunch of six year olds and eight year olds, <laughs> like covered in tattoos and all of their moms like sitting on the side. Like, what is he doing here? Is she going to molest know? my yeah. kid? Yeah. You know. <laughs> Does he even know what he's doing here? Yeah, but like, and, and so that was that was. Are really his bizarre. parents around? Is he special? Yeah. <laughs> Where's the short bus? I'm watching for the short bus. Um, but yeah, no, started taking lessons and. Well, when did Carissa? Carissa started late too. No, she's been ta- well. She's been taking lessons for a while, right? But she was in her mid well, mid thirties. And then there's Josh. Josh, who's taking oh a little Josh bit of guitar. He Josh, works, our friend just started working for Guitar Center. And mm. so they have like guitars everywhere. And so he started taking lessons. Well, it's yeah. pretty much required. They have gig leave at yeah, Guitar yeah, Center. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and uh, even for the executives. And, and it's pretty much required to buy a guitar and learn guitar if you yeah. work there, I think. so. Well, I mean, I guess that would kind of make sense. You know, hey, you're slinging guitars. Maybe you know what you're talking about. Well, yeah. he doesn't do that. He's just a boring guy. But then he's oh. like, he's like, so do you need me to take a drug test? And they're like, Almost all of our employees are musicians. We don't do drug <laughs> tests. <laughs> we know what happens on the weekends. It doesn't matter. 
No, so. he's he's he's. You think you're rethinking your I'm current job, about, your I'm day thinking job? About going to work at Guitar Center. Now. <laughs> well, you know, we'll, we'll talk to well, Josh. Well, well speaking of that, yeah, I mean, how do you, if you can put a word in for me? How do you balance that? So because you're you're you know a grown adult that has to fucking mm-hmm. figure out how to actually pay rent and eat and stuff. Well, I mean, perfect example. My dog is currently being babysat by my mom because I have too much shit on my plate right now, and so like being here tonight after working all day. You know, my dog needs to be babysat because I I don't have a lot of time all the time. So, um, I mean, I I work I work forty hours a week at one job. I have a second job that I do like fifteen hours a week. Mm. Um, and then on top of that, like for all intents and purposes, being a solo musician, even though I have a band, you know, it's Jeff Dylan. Um, so like kind of everything falls on me with, you know, booking and, and doing all of that. Like, I mean, doing that is, you know, 20, 30 hours a week, um, running a small business that brings in no money, you know? So like a money pit of a business. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I have no time. Like there's no such thing you, as time for me. You need a name change, by the way, Jeff Dillon and the Dillweeds. <laughs> I actually like crowdsourced and 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 asked about that originally. That was one of the last. Was four. it really? Yeah, <laughs> it was the Dillweeds, the Revivals, the Blowfish, and the Blowfish. You can't do the Blowfish. Yeah, you can because there was no I, real yeah. Hootie. Yeah, it doesn't matter. That's just dumb. He's like, I got Hootie's old band. Yeah, yeah, Jeff Dillon and the Blowfish. <laughs> I tried to so get them. They wouldn't, they wouldn't do it. That would be so great. Oh, the the September Skies. Because there was there was a part of me that thought that I was gonna like try to be all like really like deep and insightful when I started playing, and then I was like, "Fuck it, I'm just gonna write songs." I don't that feels shit. that feels like the September See, I feel like skies. Dillweeds fits the best. Then the, the yeah, September exactly. skies things feels like I'm gonna try and do the Beatles. Like that's that's what that says to me. No, it was gonna it was gonna be like really really deep emotional stuff. I it, cannot believe it. it. Probably wouldn't have been the Beatles. It would probably have been more like the the third Oasis record. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, they were the Beatles of the '90s, don't you? Know? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I cannot believe that the Dillweeds oh, was actually a real thing. I was just joking. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. I thought I was being clever. That's like when people ask and people are like, well, uh, how about Bodie McBoatface for your boat name? What? God damn it. Yeah, Fucking Bodie McBoatface. Bodie McBoatface. Isn't, isn't that the boat that uh, yes. is with the... the mm-hmm. Oh, God, what are they called? The, the dudes who save whales. Oh, no, it's... No, it's but it's the, a real um, fucking thing. Yeah, like it was. It, it was like a conservation group or something like that. They had like a small boat that was being added to their fleet, and, they, and they're like, "Hey, what should we do?" Yeah, 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 yeah. So it was a, it was it was a contest. A, or yeah, the British government uh, had a had a boat. Oh, was they, it the British government? Yeah, okay. they put out uh, on the internet um, for the. You're right, though, for the National Environmental Research Council. Okay, yeah, I thought it was like and, something, and like that. and they put it out on the internet, and they said, "Hey, internet, name our boat." And the, the internet, internet came up with Bodie, Bodie McBoatface, which is fucking awesome. It's great, and they it's put a it band on the boat. Name. They put it on the boat. That's the thing that really just sets it like right in stone for me. <laughs> it's on the side of this fucking boat in big giant letters, Bodie McBoatface. <laughs> It's so the more good. you say it, the more it makes me want to laugh. It's great because should, they just stuck with it. They're you like, should yep. use a picture of Bodie McBoatface for the the little tag for this episode. <laughs> Bodie no, write that down. Bodie McBoatface <laughs> has nothing to do with Utah, but holy shit, it's just awesome that that the not only was it voted on, but they went with it. They just went, "Yep, okay, internet, good job." 
Right. Basically, yeah. Yeah. All right. Okay. Well, this had the most votes. You, really? You guys are. Thanks, assholes. Yeah. I'm the awesome. captain of the SS Bodie McBoatface. <laughs> if that was like one no, of the... it would be the HMS. Yeah. That's right. If that was one of their big warships, <laughs> right? Yeah, like some giant battleship. <laughs> Coming like after you, Bodie McBoatface like the, on the side the of it. The USS McBoatface. <laughs> Bodie McBoatface. In international waters. Can you imagine? That's like a kind of name that Trump would give a fucking boat. Like uh, yeah, you're gonna have to move. To you're gonna have to move the USS McCain hard. out of the Japan Japanese waters. Can you move Bodie McBoatface in for me, though? <laughs> that's what they should have done. Instead of trying to hide it, they should have just put a, a Paint- sign on the side that said Bodie McBoatface. <laughs> Painted orange. <laughs> Today, uh, the U.S. fleet moved Bodie McBoatface to the uh, South China Sea. <laughs> Can you imagine, like, Anderson Cooper trying to keep a straight face with that shit? Like, how can you? Like, I totally get it. The English can keep a straight face through fucking anything. They're like, in other news, Bodie McBoatface uh, moved up to Wales today to check out the narwhals. Narwhals? I don't know. They fucking named a boat Bodie McBoatface. That's funny. Come so on, you know, in your heart, you all want to be English and have like a really cool accent. So like you, that. so you went well, say it, things in a weird way. Yeah, it'd be even better in the accent. If you really and then and it. just use randomly weird words for things, like a Cockney accent, saying Bodie McBoatface. <laughs> I can't do Cockney, so I'm not even gonna try. But <gasps> we should we should make Peter call in and make oh. him say Bodie McBoatface. Peter, I need a message, a voice memo. Send Jess you. a message that said, and all you need to do is say Bodie McBoatface, or you can say Bodie McBoatface docked in Dublin today. <gasps> Do that. I don't do think that, Dublin Peter. has locks. It, blo- I it doesn't matter. England, right? It Dublin's doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. McGonagall. Well, oh, Jeff, your interview has gone way down. <laughs> so Pete, Peter it's, it's, is our Irish happens. listener. He's okay. in that picture behind you on, on that up, shelf up thing there. there. Oh, sick. He Hi, came, Peter. Yeah, he came here to Utah for a garden thing. He's an, an, a landscape architect. Um, he actually did the Peace Gardens in France. Okay. Those gardens that were just done. The, um, but he listens to our podcast while he mows the lawn. The people that listen to this podcast on the regular are like, would you fucking top, stop telling all your guests about Peter? We love Peter, though. <laughs> he used to send us messages all the time. Then he got busy and he doesn't send us messages. It's summertime. Anymore. Peter, you need to send some messages. He sent one this morning, actually, correcting he? how he actually knows us. Yep. Oh. oh. Well, n- never mind. Well what done, What did Peter. we say wrong? Well done. Well, he's my long lost brother. It wasn't, it wasn't through um, Melinda? Melinda. No, that's not right. Peter's probably. It doesn't matter. Peter? Jeff's here. We should talk we should about Jeff. Talking to Jeff. <laughs> no, I like Peter. It's fun. It's okay. Yeah, Peter's, Peter's awesome. So you really had a contest to, to name the rest of the group behind you? No, no, He's no. That was Bodie no, no, no. He's so lying that, to you. No, no, fuck you, woman. <laughs> He's lying to you. He's not lying. He to is me. lying to you. I can't tell. Are you? He's I, lying I, to I wouldn't you. say that I was lying. It just felt like an opportune oh. time. He to totally had something. you convinced. He fucking did. That does not happen to me very often. Holy shit! I feel really. It's been a long day. You know how you said you work two jobs? Yeah. I work like one job, but it's like three yeah. sometimes. Yeah. So I feel you. I feel you. Heck yeah, dude! I started at five thirty, got home at five thirty. Oh wow! Same job. I'm sorry. Well, sort of. That's you right. you kind of worked the other job in the middle. No, I didn't. I thought you had said you had a link call. <laughs> On the way home. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's it. I do have another company too. Uh, anyway, so you you name your band after yourself. Yes. Um, because you're pompous. Because you're Jeff Hubris. Yeah. Um, yeah. The Jeff Dylan band. Well, I mean, really, because in in the solo world. While your band is cool, it doesn't really 
matter that much, right? Well, even no, well, it, it does matter uh, very. I, I'm much. sorry, but, bandmates, but, but but no, no, like they're not going to listen, right? They'll probably listen. <laughs> yeah, okay, love, never mind. He loves you guys. Yeah, no, I really do. Um, but no, like even like when I even when I very first started out, um, it was just me. Like for the longest time, um, like I've I've been performing as a solo artist for about five years now, but I've only actually had a backing band about the last year and a half. Wow. Um, so even, even like when I, when I did my first record, um, I actually flew to Virginia, um, to record it with some buddies out there. And at the time, like it was just me and my acoustic guitar. I went out there, we sat down with it and fleshed them all out over the course of a week. So even, even when I went to go record my first record, I honestly had no idea what my sound really even was, you know, cause I had these songs, I had these ideas in my head and, and kind of doing that record really kind of helped set the tone. I was like, oh, hey, this is how my songs are, you know. Um, and then um, and then when I kind of started working on, you know, I came home and, and put that record out. And then all of a sudden I was like, oh, shit, if I'm going to put this out, people are probably going to want to hear these songs the way that they sound on here. <laughs> um, so so then I, I started working with some guys and got a band together. Um, but yeah, that's only, only been in the last year and a half. So how, I mean, how often are you playing shows here now locally? Um, play, uh, I slash we play a lot. Cause I mean, I still do, I still do some solo shows all the time. Like I, I enjoy doing solo shows. It's, it's nice. Um, but, uh, actually so far, like this calendar year, we've only played once, um, because after we finished recording the new record, my guitarist and bassist both had to step away. So I actually spent um, pretty much the first half of this year getting a new band up to speed. Um, so we, we've we only played one show this year so far, and that was our record release show, um, which was... It's July. It was like a month ago. That's that's um, that's really funny how <laughs> local bands and, and smaller groups work too. Like you put this record together, mm-hmm. and then the people that end up playing in the shows a lot of times aren't people that put the record together and recorded the record. Yeah, yeah. And I, I mean, they were there. They're, I mean, they're they're awesome. They support everything I do. Um, they just they just didn't have the time to do it anymore. Yeah. You know. Um, but uh, like. I, I don't know, like over the last couple of years, uh, um, I've, I've, my objective is to get out more, get on the road more, be touring more and doing that. Um, cause I find, I mean, because, it, you know, it's Salt Lake, you know, your, your music, your musical bubble is about Provo to Ogden, you know, and a little bit up into Logan as well. Logan has a great little scene up there. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's two hours away, you know, it's kind of a pain to get up there sometimes. Uh, and three months out of the year, it's pretty much closed off because of the shitty weather and the and the canyon, you know. But, um, you know, so like playing two, three shows a month in the same city to the same people, you know, your 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 audience numbers, your your um, I guess like kind of the attention span. Kind you of, have you the know, same like core following. Yeah, that everyone yeah. else is like, yeah, they were here. Like, well, yeah, it's one of those things where it's just like, oh, hey, you know, Jeff's playing this weekend. That's awesome. And then, but then they'll see like a Facebook event page for three weeks later, and they're like, oh, I can't make it tonight. I'll just go next time. 
you know, and then it's, it's kind of that perpetual, I'll just go next time, you know, cause we're all adults now and we don't, we don't have time to go out and do anything anymore, you know? No, it's true. Um, so I, I'm kind of working on a bit more of a, uh, hopefully better and refined formula where, um, we're maybe doing one or two shows around per month. And, you know, if we play a show, at the first part of June, hopefully it's in Ogden, and then the end of June it would be in Provo, you know. So there's a lot more spacing out because um, I'm I'm trying to focus a lot more, uh, especially with having the the band what I have now, you know, because a big part of getting these new guys that came in was we want to get on the road. I you know I all the tours I've done, like when I went with Nick, they've all been solo tours. You know, it's just me and my guitar, and that's incredibly easy, you know, because I just pack my guitar up in the trunk of my car, throw some merchandise in the back seat of my car and go. My car gets 36 to 40 miles a gallon. You know, it's it's really easy for me to travel by myself. Taking a van um, with the trailers a The, the logistics world. of taking a band is so much greater. Um, but also in the same instance, you know, because of like what we were talking earlier with um, internet um, accessibility, um you know, I have I have decent followings from the time that I've done touring in, you know, uh, markets Finland around and, you know, and, and Finland as well. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but, you know, like, you know, we we want to start getting up into Idaho more. You know, I, I've got a lot of really good connections in Colorado and Denver is always a great town to play. Yeah. Um, Fort Collins is always fucking off the charts uh, when we go through there. You know, uh, a lot of shows in Southern California. Um, so I've I'm. I've actually been kind of focusing more on getting that type of stuff set up. Like I'm, I'm working on, on, um, uh, a fall tour, uh, getting that finalized right now. We're going to go down through Southern California and do some stuff there. Um, you heard it here first. What's your ideal city? Like that you've never played before that you just really want to get to Nashville. Really? Yeah. Nashville, Austin. Um, I really, really, yeah, I really want to play through the Midwest. Um, I, I mean, I'd love to go and play through New England, the East Coast, all think, of that type of stuff. I think but Dave Matthews is playing still. If you want to like hook up and open for him, <laughs> he's probably all somewhere in the Midwest. Uh, no, <laughs> no, nothing against them. Uh, I saw them in '98. I mean, they put on a good show, but they do. But they also just play in farms in the middle of the Midwest. Like, yeah. far, like they're the at a point in the think, gorge. Yeah, I think yeah. they're at a point where like farmers are like shooing them away because they're not like the birds are just landing now. Like, <laughs> it doesn't have the effect he's any like, longer. He, like the the band like puts up a stage and throws a show and there's like two people and the farmers like, what the fuck did you do to my cornfield? Like, get the hell out of here. Yeah. I don't. I don't know. Yeah, no. It's it, it's weird. Like to me, it's it's almost like it's not even it's not even towns. It's venues. Like I I want to play the Ryman at the Grand Ole Opry. You know what I mean? Like what about um, uh, what about Red Rocks out of? Oh, I mean that's yeah. That would be I, so fucking cool. It would it would be absolutely amazing. But that's that's one of those kind of like you got to be able to make it type of things. Um, even Smashing Pumpkins couldn't get a gig there now. I don't know, dude. <laughs> Maybe not without Darcy. Yeah, right? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, Billy Corgan's just pissed off too many people. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, no, like, I, I want to I wanna play the Roxy in Hollywood, yeah. like, oh, so cool. fucking bad. Okay. You know what I mean? Um, and it's it's funny, too, because, like, even a lot of the, the I mean, I would have loved to have played uh, the Stone Pony, you know, in Jersey. 
um, or Asbury Lanes, mm. you know, but Asbury Lanes I've isn't around anymore. Pony. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I, uh, like to me, it's almost like, I mean, you know, if CBGB were still around, everything, you know, so what, um, what's your favorite place to play along the Wasatch Front? Like in, in, in the area? Yeah. Uh, gotta be Urban Lounge. Oh, um, yeah. I, uh, I, I, so, Probably my my most favorite show that I've ever been to. Like the first time I ever went to Urban Lounge, uh, I went to go see Frank Turner, and it was him headlining with the Smith Street Band uh, and oh, a, nice. another band called Cuckoo Kangaroo. Um, and for all of you listeners with children, find Cuckoo Kangaroo and listen to them; they're amazing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but uh, like, what about the, our listeners without children? Because just yes, them as well. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Everyone should listen to Cuckoo Kangaroo. They're they're a crazy like duo dance dancey kind of like almost like kitty music band. Like Baby Shark. No, better than that. Okay. But like all their songs are about like fucking pirates and unicorns and peanut butter sandwiches and fanny packs and shit. <laughs> and like every song has its own like choreographed dance and stuff. Like I've seen them. I saw them play at Thanksgiving Point out like by the waterfall where it was like a free show and there were like 200 like toddlers running around <laughs> and it was off the hook. But then I've also seen them in House of Blues in fucking San Diego in front of like a huge punk rock crowd and it was awesome. off the fucking hook. <laughs> so like the coup's, the coup's awesome. Um, but no, the so I, yeah, the, the coup. Coup, it's all about the coup. Um, Hold but, on. Their, their name is KKK though, for real? No, it's KKKR. Oh, cuckoo. Because kangaroo is two words mm-hmm. in the way they do it. Yeah. They very specifically made it that way. Because <laughs> otherwise. Yeah. Because I was just looking them up and I'm like, wait a minute. <laughs> yeah. No, cuckoo kangaroo. Like Kanga and Roo. Yes, exactly. Um, but yeah. Let's get your body moving. Yeah. He knows that. He's, he's... <laughs> dude, he's not lying. No, I'm not joking. Cuckoo kangaroo's the shit, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I could see you listening to this. Dude, honestly. It's going to be my new band. I'll be listening go, to Go to a while. fucking club show. Get crazy drunk with your homies. Cuckoo Kangaroo comes out. Be the best night of your I, life. I'm too I'm too old for that shit. You know who? who okay, there's a couple. So that makes me I'll think I'll tell of, my kid to go do it. She's not. She's yeah, 21. Yeah, she'd love it. You ever listen to The Beards? No. You need to listen if, to okay. The Beards. If, you, if, you're, uh, if your dad doesn't have a beard, then you got two moms. Two moms That's yep. one of their songs. Okay. <laughs> so our friends just had a baby like kind of late in their lives and and the dad has a beard and we got him a little onesie that says if your dad doesn't have a beard hell yeah that's awesome moms. um and then uh electric six is one of my oh yeah electric six ever. is fucking Those fantastic guys are, i would yeah. love i would I don't go to concerts anymore because I'm an old fucking jaded piece of shit. Hell yeah. I would go to an electric six concert. Those <laughs> they, guys they, are so they, what is it? I think they, the last couple of times they've been through, it's been at urban. I think they really? played at urban the last couple of times they've been through and it, their shit's always off the They're hood. so good. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I, I saw all those bands play at Urban. I was like, this is the coolest fucking venue ever, you know? And, and it was kind of one of those things. Where I was like, man, I want to play here so bad. This place is so cool. Um, and so I've, I've actually, I've been lucky enough to play there three times now. Wow. Um, the first time I got to play there, we opened up for a country artist, uh, named William Clark Green. Um, sounds familiar. You know what? His shit's actually pretty good. Like, and, and familiar. like his crowd was very, very awesome, uh, for a rock band to come out. Um, 
so that I mean, it was it was awesome, and it was kind of like you know, me and my band came out on stage, and there was like this odd moment where I was just kind of standing there on stage. I was like, "Holy shit!" Like, I'm like I can see this so is, many dicks. This is where Frank right played. Now. You know, this is like this was a, oh, a, a goal of mine, an objective of mine. Look at all of these dicks out here in the <laughs> audience. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I, was, I was just thinking. No, I was getting to that part. Like, okay. I was getting to that part. It was the it was the inward part first. So that's how you get pa- that's how you get past like the 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 stage fright is you picture everyone naked. I don't really have. Do you have stage fright? I, I, I don't. The question. I don't. Uh. Uh-uh. You don't seem like the kind of person who get stage fright. <laughs> no, I. I. Although when I opened the door for him, he was like, "Am I in the right fucking place?" Well, we're living like fucking suburban well, no, Utah. I, I'm, and like, I, like it's, it's a little weird to go to somebody's house and. No, so it's 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 really it's really weird because I have I have like really bad like kind of depression and 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 anxieties like really really bad. So I'm I'm actually a very reserved person. Um. Until one of a few things happens, either a um, I kind of just put on my professional face, you know, and I'm like, oh fuck, it's Jeff the musician. He's got to go out and you know kiss babies and shit. I love kissing babies. <laughs> he also shits on stage if you ask. I so. do. I will for five dollars. <laughs> wow. um, raise that rate. You should man. raise your rates. Yep. No, man, that's cool. That's, I need the money. <laughs> I mean, look. If you went up to ten dollars, you'd fit in. in well, the no, Midwest, okay. So, weird segue to the five dollar thing. I used to tell people that the job that I did, like when people would ask me what I what I did for work, I used to tell them that I used to do hand jobs outside the international terminal at the airport for five bucks a piece. <laughs> that was the best kept secret of the airport. Yeah, yeah. Long. And everyone was like, "What the fuck are you talking about?" I was like, "Dude, honestly, think about it. Two hands, take them in the stalls. Five minutes. They'd been on a plane for like sixteen to twenty hours, right?" They're raring to go. So every five minutes, you're doing $10. That's a ridiculous amount of money really quick. And everybody looked at me like I was weird. And I, you know, it's just all about the sell. By the way, it's also true. Like, that's the kind of story that when someone tells you, you think is fake. But yeah, it's oh, so ridiculous. No. It's absolutely true because they know you'll never believe it. Yeah. N- I hope you believe it. It's like the people that tell people that they're, this, you know, uh, the four hire killer in movies. And then they actually are the yeah. four hire killer. Silicon Slopes is it? no 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 Silicon Valley the show on HBO I think there's a whole episode where they start talking about like they're having to do this pitch in front of this VC conference and like they don't have things figured out so someone starts talking about like we're screwed we don't even have a chance if we give everyone a hand job inside the room <laughs> and then they start and these are all like coder nerds and so they start talking about well wait how many people could we give hand jobs to <laughs> like theoretically like we have to like hands, trying to figure it out and then they're like well you could do four at a time if you had the right angles but it's like and they were start writing equations like well yeah you've like also got the the angle. back the yeah. back of your leg like the back of your leg <laughs> your back, knee yeah. yeah so they stay up all night trying to figure this out yeah. it's it's like, fucking have you, like uh, <laughs> horrible bosses right have you seen that movie yes. like the guy that's all down on his luck <laughs> he's like you I'll get you back here behind my leg nobody's doing that shit right now <laughs> <laughs> I'm a fucking market differentiator <laughs> yeah dude <laughs> I'm disruptive yeah, so no, I, I I'm I'm actually very very reserved the majority of the time. Like, I mean, if you if you put me in a big group of people or like if I go to a house party or something, I'm just going to sit in the corner and be quiet. Um uh, unless unless I know the people uh or like if you put me on stage to perform in front of people, fuck it. It's all like, you know, you wouldn't even know it to to save my life. The other option obviously that trumps all of that is uh intoxication. 
Um, yeah, I, that's, I think that's yeah. the case for everyone, though. Like social. I don't know. I've seen some no. weirdos get drunk and get like hella fucking creepy. Like <laughs> they don't lose their social anxiety; they get more creepy. Yeah, yeah, like serial killer creepy. Like they start drinking, and then they just start kind of sitting in the corner, like you go to a lot. I more fucking bars everybody and, and stuff. So. Yeah, no, it's really uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> what? Nobody wants to be. You know, I, I googled. Yeah. 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 Well, I mean, the current pirate loves it. Have you? <laughs> did you see the current pirate when you came here? No. He, was, he, wasn't he wouldn't have come. He, he wasn't, wasn't out. out. Yeah. Well, I was like fucking hundred degrees out What's there. What's the current pirate? We have a guy. He stands on the corner. <laughs> I, okay, the so block. so it's an actual person. It's yeah. not like it's not like some no, weird a, thing that's like a fucking park or some shit. Okay. Jeremy has a picture of him. Okay, you'll have to show me. So up on the corner of Fifty Sixth and Sixty Second, there's a dude. The dress is like a fucking pirate and juggles on the corner, like bowling pins and fucking really? balls. And I'm pretty sure he's like a sign twirler for the great clips down by the harm. I don't okay. think so. But he w- like every summer he just fucking shows up and he dresses like a pirate. And if you tell anyone that <laughs> lives around here or comes around here, hey, have you seen the current pirate? Yeah. They know exactly they know who you're talking, talking about. about. Yeah. <laughs> It's a real thing. I hope to God he's out there when I leave. They threatening to to bring him here for an interview. interview. Oh, dude, that'd be sick as fuck, dude. (laughs) We have a mobile mic. We'll take the mobile mic, but we're not bringing him here. will not ask for him to come here. Just keep him in the front yard. No. Just keep him in the front yard? (laughs) No, I don't want him to know where I live. I'm a little scared. I'm pretty sure he has every single had... week. We invite strangers to the yeah, house. right. Let's let's uh, let's <laughs> be kind of selective somewhere. about well, this. He, 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 has, he has a jug of apple cider with him. Like every at least week. I hope it's a jug of apple, apple cider. cider. But there is always he a needs jug. to drink more water. Well, does it does does the level in the jug go down or up as he performs? I don't stand there and watch. I oh. just drive by him regularly. Oh, okay. Do you have a picture? Is that where he just lifting weights? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a little pirate ship. Every, like literally every day. He's no, I, I don't think I saw that guy, but I'm definitely going to look for him when I leave. <laughs> and if he's out there, I may just jump out with my guitar and hang out with there him for a little bit. Speaking of that, we should have him play. Yeah. Yeah. Do you want to play something? I mean, you brought your guitar. Yeah. And took I, it out. I been, can certainly do that. You've been playing with your guitar pick forever, so... Anxiety twitch. That's I also right. have really bad ADD. Yeah, yeah. I don't know so. if you've seen all the shit I've been Chris playing is with. Over here playing yeah. with patches <laughs> and pins yeah. with this thing and, and yeah. yeah, just, just rights. I I just sit here. I I have no ADHD. I have anxiety up the yinging, but no ADHD. So yeah, I have it really bad. Like I'm I'm yeah I'm always twitchy. moving around and twitchy and We're stuff. Pretty scary. That's okay, people. that's yeah. okay. I I do want to hear you play something, but I want I want to ask you a question first. Sick. Um, it's the last. Last question that was. Are you gonna have him play us out instead of yeah, instead of Volk awesome. Colgan? He we'll needs to talk. He needs stuff. to plug his album too. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, and we'll do that. Um, but before that, I want to ask you a question. You live in Utah by choice. You've been here pretty much your whole life. I don't count the first three years, even though you pull your stupid California card. <laughs> yeah, fuckers. Um, <laughs> what's one thing that you would tell someone coming to the state of Utah they should do before they leave? If they were just coming to visit or going to be here. <laughs> Uh, depends, it depends on, uh, I guess a couple of different factors. I mean, the, the, the goofball answer to that is, Hey, let me take you to a bar so you can learn all about the bizarre, you know, uh, uh drinking, uh, laws and mm-hmm. bullshit that we, we have and deal with around here. Um, 
I I actually find because I, I actually have a lot of buddies come through on tour. You know, they stay yeah, at my house and yeah. all of that type of stuff. Um, the things that that everybody who kind of comes through and really likes to see um, have always been things like you know going up to the Olympic Park in Park City. Oh yeah, um, which is always kind of really big. Um, I actually have. Uh, Oddly enough, I think the thing that people are when they come in, like a lot of my friends from out of town, you know, they're like, "Oh man, what what can we do in Utah?" Um, I always take everybody out to the the lake, um, Which, so they can see how shitty it is. The Great Salt Lake, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, it tried to eat Jeremy's wiener dogs. The, the, the brine shrimp out there, it's- yeah. I love that. I always take them to the lake so they can see how absolutely horrendous. Yeah, well, no, it is because I mean everybody. But do you make them float in it? No, Ew, I would never God. dream they would of, of doing that here. to somebody. No, that is uh-uh. so and then get back in my car. Fuck no. <laughs> <laughs> like um, I got a I got a trailer hooked up behind it. You guys got to sit on that on the way back. Yeah, exactly. Uh, it it honestly depends on on the time of year uh, and how long how long people have to stay. I mean. I I'm not a huge outdoorsy guy. Like I'm not a hiker, camper, rock climber dude. Um, but I love. I mean, I love our national parks here. Um, I mean, obviously that's a little bit of a drive from here for for a lot of that. But fuck, dude, if they're not some of the best in 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 the entire world, I mean, I I really love that here here in in the Salt Lake area. Um, I. Oddly enough, even though I'm not LDS, I actually like to take people downtown so they can see kind of the temple. Uh, they can see that whole. Yeah, I mean it's 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 iconic. It's one of those things that you know anybody who comes into the state. I mean, I mean really, we it's all like, know. I mean, what is everybody? Oh, you're from Utah. How many wives do you have? It's like it's like going to the. Fuck it's you. like going to Italy and and going to the Vatican, but not stepping foot inside of a building. Like yeah, exactly. Do that. Yeah. Um, so I mean that's I I like to do that a lot. Um uh I don't know. I I have a hard time with it cuz a lot of I mean a lot of the people that I I I spend a lot of time with or, or come in they're all musicians. So they don't have a lot of time anyway, you know. So, you know, trying to find things to do that that are really quick, you know. Um I, another thing that I I kind of end up doing a lot is is dive bars. Mm-hmm. Like I mean, uh, a like, lot of a lot like of the catch, used yeah, to be. yeah, exactly. You know, and and uh, it's it's kind of weird. Like being a touring musician, you that's what you see a lot of. You know, gas stations, dive bars, and WalMarts. Um, <laughs> you know, so it's, it's cool. You know, uh, you know, um, uh, the pie pizzeria uh, is really big. The pie hole. Uh, usually, all of my homies, like everybody knows, you know, you come through, you play a show, we're hitting the pothole afterward. Um, everybody loves to go to uh, the heavy metal shop uh, downtown, especially. Um, you know, if we have time, you know, uh, uh, everything everything that I do, it's all music related. You know, if you have time, we'll go over to Ranch. If you have time, go down to Sound Division Vinyl, um, which is which is you know, the shop that I spend most of my time at and buy my records my, at. My favorite thing about this is he's like, I don't know, it's so hard. And he just like, and then just, and just like, ramble off a bunch like of 30 shit. Yeah, fucking yeah. awesome things. Awesome. Most, my job easy. Most of which, by the way, most of which our other guests haven't fucking said. <laughs> yeah. In three years. Although some somebody has at the temple. Before. Yeah. Well, I mean, it, that's one of those things where it's just kind of like, Hey man, what do you want to do? Oh, I want to go see the temple. Why? 
They gotta see Space Jesus. Yeah, cool, yeah, exactly. Take them to see Space Jesus, and then and then you're like, yeah. Space Jesus is about whacked me in the face. Right. You're like, okay, we're gonna do this, and we're gonna see if we get kicked out by the time we get to Space Jesus. Yeah, exactly. I remember. I remember. Uh, when the gateway very first went in and mm-hmm. and everybody was really paranoid about it and stuff like me and all my buddies were really excited about going down there and walking around because they had this weird like no tattoos rule that was it, totally unenforceable yeah exactly so we would like to go down there and just like walk by the security guards babe what's up dude <laughs> <laughs> on, on your skateboards, yeah. well, your look, to be clear, that was that was like the gateway was pre because that was Olympic time frame, right? Yeah. So that was pre uh, that was pre I'd given up on music. So this was still like hopeful, like asshole kid time. Yeah, probably. yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, but I'm no, just piecing that's... together time frames. So. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, no, uh, a lot of stuff like that. You know, uh, it's mostly mostly food. Everybody loves going and hitting. Your various flavors of Betos. I mean, depends on <laughs> Albertos, what, yeah. Albertos. I saw, I saw, Barentos. I saw like a. Was it on my way over here? I saw like an L. Uh-huh. El Betos. El Betos. Yeah, I have ne- I've never seen a Betos with L before. The farther so. west you get, the more authentic. Yeah. To where they only speak Spanish. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so... It, it, it doesn't d- matter. Fucking steak breakfast burrito means the same in Spanish and English. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Carne yeah. asada is the Spanish version, and everyone in America knows what that They're means. They're all number too. trace. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, no, eh, eh, food, food, booze, you know... If you have more than a half hour, go do something, you know. And you just came out with an album, so... Uh, I did. Uh, the album's it. called Reflections. Um, it came out June 14th. Um, it's uh, it's my second album. Um, I do EPs, by the way. Going back to that, that whole, mm-hmm. like, nobody listens to a full album anymore. So I do, like, four or five song EPs. Because it's like, hey, man, you got 20 minutes on your way and you're driving to work? Cool. Listen to the whole fucking thing. Um, and then, and then that, especially like, again, like kind of that whole, uh, and, and mind you, this is all my own mentality, mm-hmm. my own, uh, insight on the, on the whole, um, you know, again, you know, you play the same play Salt Lake 40 times in a given year. Right. And you play the same fucking 10 songs, you know, everybody's back. I've seen that show. I've done that, you know, but, but if you're putting out like my, my hope is, is every, every year to put out a new EP, maybe every six months kind of on the off six months to put out maybe like a digital single or something like that. So there's constantly new music coming out, you know, so everybody's like, Oh man, here's some new stuff. Here's some new songs. Here's some new things going on. Um, instead of waiting, you know, two, three years to put out a a full length record. I just, for, for somebody who's trying to, to trying to do music in, in the, in the vein, in the way that I'm doing music, um, where I don't do like a lot of big, you know, like every weekend, like three, four hour shows or anything like that. Um, like I'm, I'm doing a very kind of DIY punk rock kind of feel. Um, I feel like kind of having more new content on a regular basis seems to be kind of the better, better way to do it. Um, so, so speaking of not doing any shows, uh, are you doing any shows? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we've got, we've got a show coming up on the 27th, uh, in Ogden. At uh, at a place called the Sand Trap, and it is uh, me and my boys Jeff Dillon in the Revival. Uh, it is our friends Spirit Machines, and uh, a really good buddy of ours from Ogden named Brad Riser, who's a solo artist up there who actually has not been playing music for for quite some time. Uh, he took he took some time off as well, but he's a ridiculously talented singer songwriter, uh, and we're 
we're really stoked to get him to come back out and start playing some music again. So it'll be, it'll be a really, really awesome show. Um, but yeah, that's on the 27th at the sand trap in Ogden. Um, that's like five bucks. Awesome. Yeah. Where can people find you online? Oh, I was going to be like, I'm he's right, like, right, I'm right here, here in front of you. Right here. Hey. Oh, yeah, online. Well, so for the rest you? of this week, he's going to be hanging out with a Kearns Pirate. That's uh, <laughs> yeah. 5600 West. Absolutely. Absolutely. Kearns Pirate. Um. <laughs> uh, com. Um, on Facebook, you can find, uh, find it under just Jeff Dillon. Uh, Instagram, JDX Revival. Um, uh, yeah, I, as far as getting the music is concerned, I mean, wherever you listen to music, uh, Google Play, iTunes, uh, Apple Music, Spotify, uh, whatever the rest of that shit is. I don't know if they anybody actually listens to like... It was weird, like when the distribution goes out, they're like, here, these are all the stores you're on. I'm like, I've never heard of any of these. So, <laughs> so if you listen to music on something other than the ones I just mentioned, which you the probably Zoom, don't, the yeah, Microsoft. yeah, exactly. It's like when the the iPod was really big and it was that, and then it was like, I have a Zoom. You're like, what the fuck are you talking about? Go away. <laughs> yeah. You know who has a fucking Zoom? Peter Starlord has a fucking. Zoom. That is true. It's true. That is very true. <laughs> yeah. I love wow. It. <laughs> what? Don't wow! That is fucking true. I had a Zune, you I assholes. <laughs> I never had a Zune. I well, so the cool thing about the Zune, er, kind of early on, is Microsoft did uh, Microsoft Music, which was fucking Spotify, Apple Music, Pandora. It was a, a subscription music service. Yeah. You it was like five bucks a month, and you got to download and keep a fucking full album, but you yeah. could listen to whatever the fuck you wanted. Yeah, it was fantastic. It was like that and Rhapsody were kind of the first yeah. the first couple. Yeah. yeah, and Yahoo Music there for a while. Really? Yeah. 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 Yahoo. 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 Who the hell says Yahoo, Jeremy? Sure I Where the did. fuck? I loved are you it, from? dude. I loved it. Good for you. That I was know. Awesome. Yeah. yeah. Yahoomusic.com. Okay. Yeah. If you look, you said you want to play in the Midwest. This is the kind of motherfucker you're gonna play. It's with great. I said that's awesome. I can't wait. Yeah, absolutely. I don't even know. I was gonna make a note for the, the show notes, but I don't know how to fucking make it say Yahoo. Uh, two A's. No, it's Y E A H because that's yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is yeah, who? Yeah, is Y E A H. It's yeah. not Y E A. No cuckoo kangaroo though. That's true. No, I know, right? <laughs> you're you're gonna be so hooked. I'm totally gonna listen to him like all day tomorrow. <laughs> uh, so Jeff, thanks so much for for joining. Yeah, us. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you Wait, for having yeah. me. This is and now now we get to listen to him play. Oh, sick, dude. That's gonna do it for the show tonight. Thanks again to Jeff. Dylan and the Dillweeds. It was just Jeff because <laughs> just Jeff. There were no Dillweeds with us. Um, I, what is I? After making fun of that and having him fucking lead me down a rabbit hole of of, of bullshit. That names, was hilarious. What was the actual the, name? Um, the revival. The revivals. Jeff yeah. Dylan and the revivals. Um, anyway, thanks Jeff for for joining us. That was a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun. Um, I really I really enjoyed myself. Um, we've had a couple of guests that have made me laugh pretty hard lately and I don't laugh very hard that often. So it's been nice. Shannon did it first. And then tonight, Jeff, Jeff was making me laugh really hard. So go check out his album. Um, go to one of his shows on the 27th. 27th at the Soundtrap in Ogden. Um, and then, um, also, um, he's going to play us out tonight, uh, instead of Falk Hogan. Um, cause he said off the air, Nick Passy was a dick and he hated that guy. <laughs> so. But lovingly. I, I, oh shit. He said that off the air. Was I not supposed to? <laughs> was I not? Anyway. Um, 
yeah, if you like what you hear or don't like what you hear, I don't really fucking care, but you need to share it. Um, hit the share button wherever you see this, whether it's on Facebook and you go to our, our Facebook page, the new Utah podcast, or if you're out on Twitter or Instagram and you happen to see at TNU podcast pop up on your feed with this link, fucking click the share button, click the read. You don't even button. have to listen to it, just share it. Don't even hit like, just share it. I don't care if you like it. I want you to share it. Hey, can I amend my events really quick? Uh, this is like fucking an hour and a no, half No, it's later. only two seconds because I am a jerk okay. and I forgot last year, but the Shakespeare Festival has started. Oh, yeah. It goes okay, on. That's all. Well, I'll talk more about it later. I just wanted to bring it up. It does go on it. for like fucking It goes to October. Months, so. It's June to October, <laughs> but they have some amazing plays this year. So I'll talk more about it next that's week. That's cool. Sweet. That's cool. Um, yeah. So follow us on the social medias. If you have an event coming up, let us know. Like the Shakespeare Festival, Jess will interrupt me uh to, <laughs> to to give it or i'll interrupt her when she's doing it during events um either way i think i think it's only fair jess that you interrupt me right it's only fair since, he, since you. He, you just did you literally just did <laughs> one time i think it's 164 fair. shows that cannot be the only time you've ever interrupted me peter our official historian <laughs> can tell us for sure uh, but also, Peter, I do need you to call in for, I'm not kidding, I need you to say Bodie McBoatface docked in, like, whatever a fucking place is that has a port in Ir- Irish town. Irish town? Because <laughs> <laughs> I don't think Dublin is a seaside city, so I don't It doesn't think matter, though. It just needs to be works. in his it's accent, and he. I need to yeah, hear him yeah, say... Yeah, maybe Bodie McBoatface will, will go down the Dublin River. I need to hear him say maybe Bodie McBoatface. Maybe it's been McBoatface. there for real, though, if it is an English ship. Yeah, I don't... It is, it is a real English ship. So maybe That's it's been there. Um, the name's kind of a joke, but it's not really because it's on the side of the boat. Um, <laughs> anyway, uh, that's I it. Why that makes me laugh. I hope you guys have uh, a wonderful time. Um, we'll talk to you again next week about the same time or whenever the fuck you hear this. It could be in six years. I don't know why you would listen to this six years from now, but it could happen. <laughs> Happy birthday, Chris. Oh, yeah. It is my birthday soon. So And... Yeah. and- in the next week it'll be it'll be Jess's birthday, birthday next week so you can say happy birthday to me this week and next week you can say happy birthday to Jess and if you really want to give us a good present share the episode I stepped out of the house today I didn't mean to maybe I did I just don't know anymore Broke down 15 steps from my front door How have I made it this far in this life anyway? I'm a failure I'm just jaded Every day ends much the same way Broken alone and no sense of self-worth I see myself reflected in the mirror I've long since given up on the man I thought that I was Am I a failure? Or just jaded? Times like these really Don't know who I am 
starting to see what I need to do for me. It's time, it's time, it's really fucking time for me to accept and see. I'm not a failure, I'm not dating. I'm learning to love myself I'm learning to love myself I'm learning to love myself